Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Check one, two, uh, check one, two. One, two, three, four, check one, two, three, four. Testing one, two, three, four. Awesome. It still works. It still works. Check one, two, testing. <laughs> Check one, two, testing, one, two. Check one, two, three, four. Okay, you're there.
awesome. I can't believe I actually figured it out. <laughs> now, we're not going to take calls because I can't figure that out. Something's changed a little bit. Um, so, let me Skype you here. Hmm. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Sound okay? Yeah, sound great. And myself? Great, excellent. Yeah. I was I was worried about it because uh, brand new computer, new mixer, haven't used it. (laughs) I was worried about it because I got a little echo there. Yeah, it's me. Hold on, let me figure out. (laughs) There's a way to do this. I got a little echo there. Yeah, it's me. Hold on, let me figure out. (laughs) There's a way to do this. All right, wait a minute. I got a little echo. It's been yeah. a while since I've done this. Uh, Let's see if this works. Well, I don't know. Well, oh, that gummit. <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember how I how I did that. Let's see. Uh, it's going there. Well, it can't be. Is it coming from me? How I did that. Let's see. It seems like it's going just reversing over and over again. Yeah, but I don't. Is it coming from me? Wait a minute. I wonder if it's my earphones. It seems like it's going just reversing over and over again. Yeah, but I don't. Wait a minute. I wonder if it's my earphones. All right, what about now? Can you hear that go? All right, what about now? Yeah, I heard it. I don't know what to do there. wonder what that was coming from. Uh, yeah, I heard it. I don't know what to do there. Let's see. Uh, now, that would be rough. Mm-hmm. That would be wrong. It doesn't make sense. There's no way it could, should be doing that. Um, it doesn't make sense. There's no way it could, should be doing that. Um, One, two, three, four. Do you hear me? Yeah, I do. One, two, three, four. I hear it too. I don't get it. Wait a minute. Is your um? Have you still got your? Do you hear me? Yeah, I do. Do you still have your your that up? You have to mute, if I recall correctly. You got to mute the um. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's you. It's not me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I know I wasn't that drunk yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I All am right. trying. <laughs> I am trying. That's so funny. <laughs> I was, I was getting ready to get pissed, and I thought, nope, if I get pissed, I'll probably fall asleep. <laughs> Let's see here. Yep, okay, we should be good, I guess, now. Yeah, that's that exactly took it. Yeah, I don't hear it. I see the level. Are you talking? Let me see if it... Uh... Testing one, two. Oh, testing. yeah, excellent. That sounds really good. That's great, man. Now, let me see. Right. Uh, after all this time. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I It's... 
Uh, yeah, if we were to try to take calls, it would be ridiculous to try to set that up right now. Yeah, I needed to get started oh. the minute I came in. We we had a bad thunderstorm. Oh, really? Yeah, which is crazy this time of year, you know. It's not winter yet, so there won't be snow from it. But yeah, that's right. We, it's so late in the, in the month, I figured we'd have snow by now, but we haven't had. We had one day that had a little bit of stuff, but oh, yeah. so far. I got you. Okay, so I guess this works. <laughs> I guess you can announce that we're doing it. <laughs> I, I posted something, so once the audio is good, that I I put something up. I don't know if anyone's paying attention. It's hard to tell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. I think uh, a lot of times Facebook doesn't get uh, you know it, it, if people don't have their settings set for uh, most recent, if they just look at the top stories. True. I'll do it too here. Hold on. I probably should post that also on um, Twitter. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'll share it on my page. Mm, that'll be good. I mean, it doesn't make any sense doing it live unless there's somebody else out there. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it set up to play any clips or anything. <laughs> I'm curious because I've got this new mixer now. Let me see. I, I always problem I had with the old one was I never knew if uh, well we could, I could never get anything I could play that you could hear. Mm-hmm. You hear this? Oh yes. Can you? Oh sure. Sounds excellent. This new mixer uh, definitely allows me to do a lot more stuff than... Sounds like it works. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's you got a channel that has USB line-in and USB, so whatever I play mm-hmm. is actually goes out via USB, so whatever I play in my system, you should be able to hear. Makes it a lot easier than what it would have been. Well, I was going to send you our old... Uh intro but i don't remember where it's at <laughs> i did a search i must not have called it what i thought i called it so well, i can turn on my drive here and maybe a little bit here and it'll come up and i can maybe find it here okay if that's the case i can throw that in there and yeah that'd be good give us a few minutes here and get just that. for fun you know what the heck and we haven't done something like this in so long so oh god i hadn't done a live show since the last one we did Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even do it online. What's nice about it now is I've got Windows 10. Mm-hmm. I'm using multiple desktops. Cause before, I used to try to just tab from one thing to another. But, mm-hmm. you know, now I've got – I'm recording in one. And I, all, all I've got is Audacity. So, But I'm recording in one. And then I've got Skype in another window. And then I've got the uh, media player or uh, VLC in another. So it works pretty good. GRRN Barstow Discussion. <laughs> yeah, I see that. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, somebody goes to GRRN still, that it just goes to Gun Rights Advocates. Yeah. I haven't been there in so long. I don't know if anything even works over there. I think the last thing that I posted was like from, I think the last time I looked, it was like 2014, and it was that interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. You know, um, that is hilarious. 
That is hilarious. I guess, uh, so I put, let me tweet it too here. Okay. Yeah, I got to send it out on Twitter. I didn't send it on Twitter. 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 Well, if I even know how to do it anymore. <laughs> Some channel that I use for that. Um, I think I used Hootsuite. I think I got it logged. Well, maybe somebody will join. Who knows? <laughs> if they don't, it's no big deal. No, we can still do it. Yeah, it's no big deal. I'll just leave it that way in case somebody decides to join. At least so, we live. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about whatever. We'll just talk about whatever. Wing it. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's plenty to. Yeah, there's plenty of things we could talk about. Yeah. Let me bring up. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I had it set up to play clips, but I just I hadn't done that in probably a year and a half or something. I just yeah. don't even do it anymore. I just don't. I'll, I'll get them to pretend they heard it because <laughs> it's just easier, you know. Right. Yeah, it's easier just to feed it that way. Yeah. Things still booting up. I don't think I see anything coming up yet. And maybe that is. Yeah, let's see here. I just have to remember where I used to keep everything. I know. That's what I had to do. I right. flipped on my backup drive. Podcasts under... Let me turn that off just in case it drains anything. Audio. You go away. And intro. Let's see here. Hey, we'd like to welcome you back to the Gun Rights Radio Network Bar and Grill and Bar School Discussion. Uh, this is the podcast where me and <laughs> is that the one I'm we Mark use? Mark Vanderberg. <laughs> Doc Wesson is here for the uh, Nation podcast, and this is where we... Uh, that was the very first one, I think. Was we it? Did, yeah, we did the um, that rock version of... Um, kind of hard rock version of Cheers. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, maybe maybe I can... Oh, you're looking at the same portal. Those are all... That's the... Oh, wait a minute. That's announcement. Maybe I have it. Oh, it says unavailable. I don't know what it did with it. Voice oh, wasn't it live show? Let me do live show. Maybe that was what I called it. Oh, love. I don't know why I wouldn't have that. Live shows. Oh, maybe this Barch Sparstool sounds. No, that was just the sounds we were. Uh. Just a door. Mm. Boy, I really don't. 
Hey, we'd like to welcome you back to the Gun Rights Radio Network Bar and Grill uh, Bar discussion. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the same thing. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find it. I, I, I know I've got it, but I don't know where it's at. But I will figure it out. I, I'll look at it later and I'll shoot it to you or something, or I'll mix it in or whatever. You gonna upload it to yours and then I'll upload it to mine. So we'll have it. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? We'll, we'll have to look because I, I realize I said both of us record or whatever in case something happens. But the, also, the other thing is, I don't even know if I can upload anything. I mean, I know I still have a Lipson account. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still paying for a Lipson account, but I don't know how much bandwidth. I've never logged into it since I uploaded that last That's thing. That's hilarious. I mean, I mean, yeah, because I can put it up on mine. I kind of was I thinking never, about that anyway. I didn't, you know, I don't even have any, I probably don't even have any following on my RSS feed anymore because there's nothing new. So. Right. You put up on yours. Oh yeah, I was gonna do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll mix it then. No big deal. It's not a problem. I have to find the. I don't. I, I wish I knew where it was at, but I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the recording. Seems like I must have had a. Had a file at one time that had. Our still discussion, but I just. I know. I. I. I even flipped on my uh, one of my backup drives. I used to keep it on. I don't see it. Um. Uh, I never get rid of anything. The line six here. Hey, S one two three. You can't hear my uh, TV on downstairs, can you? I cannot. No. Okay. It's rather loud, actually. They're down there listening to the. the I think it's the ACC Big Ten Challenge or something. Oh. You hear that uh, Dave Bray's no longer with them anymore. What happened? Um, I, I saw he's kind of doing his own thing, but is he? Yeah, they must have a falling out or something. Maybe I don't know. I they just he's no longer with them. Yeah, I know. At one point he talked about his his girlfriend or his fiance didn't like all the travel he was doing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. They do such a good job with that. Oh yeah. I guess they got new stuff out though, but I never no. did any of it. What we got going here? Let's see. It's just us. Probably people are trying to figure out how to get back in. I know it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there's. Uh, I think. Uh. I thought there's a widget on that page too, isn't there? That allows you to just listen to it. I think, you, I think that link that you sent is just a login to the. Well, maybe I don't know the first one. Maybe. Hell, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long. How powerful. Figure going on an hour later, too, would probably help out for some of the people that are on the West Coast a little bit. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that.
So you still doing shows? I haven't listened yeah, to Yeah, I have. I do them. Uh, you know, we were doing them every week, but it's it's very hard to get everybody together. I mean, I can't. It's hard for me to even get one sometimes together. So right. they're sporadic now. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes I like because it's. I get a week or two here and there and just I'm doing nothing but whatever else I got to do. Yeah, I just don't have any time to even listen to podcasts anymore. I I always try to try to make a point to listen to um, Steve Gibson's Security Now podcast. Oh yeah, but you know it's like a two that's like a two hour show that he does with Leo, and I bet you it takes me four to five days to listen to it. Oh yeah. Because a little bit of time that I have, I try to listen a little bit in the morning and on the way to drive to work, which is like nine minutes. Right. And then, you know, I try to listen a little bit on the way home and then maybe the next morning. And so I'm, you know, I may be getting 20 minutes a day to listen to it. So. Yeah, I got, you know, I mean, I guess I, at work when I can, I listen to it when I can. And, um, but not, not just, I mean, any, all my podcast, I got like, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 of them. I still kind of. I'm subscribed to all of them still that I've always have been. I just have no time to really do That's it. That's what I'm saying. They keep they keep loading in my account. And um, on my iPhone. But I, I like, we'll get started on one and it'll get about 30 minutes in it. And then I own something else, trying to do something else, you know, at work or whatever. So yeah, it's, just, most, it's just hard to do it. Most exclusively Stitcher now. I mean, that's about the only thing I yeah. use. Well, I use Stitcher, but let me tell you, the, the uh, when I go and, and uh, have it in the car, then there's issues with it. It won't, like it, when I use the uh, the podcast app for iPhone, yeah. it, it works with, you know, I guess with my car fine because I'll, I'll start and I'll drive and it'll... It'll pop up uh, and keep pl- you know playing from whatever I had. But when I use Stitcher, it doesn't work that good. I can't. It, it always screws up. So I just finally gave up on Stitcher and just started using. Yeah, I just use Stitcher there. just because of the, the convenience that it'll just pick up where I left off. So if yeah. I have to stop it, it, you know, I can go back. I don't have to go hunting where it's at. And I've had some of the apps that I've downloaded. You know, they some of them times they they work and sometimes they don't. And yeah, you know, the Stitcher just. My Bluetooth in the truck, it just works just fine, and I'm off I go, so it's not a big deal. Right. I picked up one of those little cheapy speakers on, you know, Black Friday sale type thing off of Amazon. I can't remember the name of what brand it was, but it was like 20-some bucks. Oh, yeah. Got that at work now, so I can kind of pair my phone with that and try to listen to stuff there. But it's hard because I'm in and out, out of the desk for a while, and out on the shop, and then I'm back in, and it's just difficult sometimes. To right listen to anything so um well i guess we could start any time let me uh let me uh, go get the bottle <laughs> okay. i've got one right here so yeah let me i'll be right back play uh play some music okay find some here how about
Testing, testing. Oh, this is cool. New mixer, new computer, and it all works first time. Okay, so we are not going to take calls, but we now have people signing in. You know you can you can type and talk to us that way. And we can read that. Can somebody join in and then somebody quit? <laughs> they might be trying to log in. Yeah. Trying to figure out what their login was. Yep. Okay, guest three and guest four. Who Who is this? We're obviously somebody we know. Is that Dan? Is that you? I'm not going to take calls because it's just, it was too big a mess to have to try to set it up. We hadn't started the show yet, so we're getting ready to do it. Okay. Somebody else log back in? Yeah. I don't even remember how we did the show. I thought about going back and just listening to the intro. The, <laughs> the other shows. Just oh, remember. it don't matter. We'll just, I, I don't. We'll just jump right into it. <clears throat> of course, I, I guess I ought to start recording. <laughs> I've been recording for a while, so I wouldn't forget. Awesome. I just have to remember where I go in and cut it out at. Right. All right, well, I guess let's get going. Okay. Because, uh, again, people, you can, you can, that message box, um, you know, even if you're signed in as a guest, you'll see the message box at the bottom. You can type it and and call us. Yes, record, please. (laughs) 
Now I have everybody muted because, uh, again, I, I've got it to where I can take the call, but um, Mark won't be able to hear it, so it would be a mess. So we're just going to take text message or this messaging or whatever. Let me start the recording. Check one, two, three, test, test. And we got a double recording going then, anyhow. Yeah, be on the safe side. Yeah, just something happened. Yeah. I'll end up. I haven't done this in such a long time. Your audio is a little, little high sometimes. I now sometimes no, that's good. I think just sometimes you're getting. How's that right there? That's good. All right. Yeah, that's real good. Okay. I guess can everybody else can everybody hear us really well? I mean, if a few that are in the chat there, if any audio problems. Can't use the old Mixler. I mean, I can, but it only limits you to an hour unless you buy the. Oh, is it yearly? Yeah, for a few hundred bucks. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine some of that stuff has probably gone away mm-hmm. while I some of the stuff that we used to use in so long. Yeah. I don't know if there's that many. I'm sure there is, but I don't know how. What's podcasting like today? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Same as it was, except nothing works. <laughs> of course, it never worked back then either. Just in a different way now. Mm. So, um, just for people listening, uh, again, in my haste to begin imbibing, <laughs> I neglected to set it up to where I was going to play music along with it as well. Is my level still good? Yeah, it's good. Okay. And um, because of that, we are not going to have the intro music that we used to have and all that stuff. Now, this will be going up on my uh gun nation so it's really a gun nation recording but it's barstool whiskey wednesday (laughs) yeah it's whiskey wednesday all right so all right well let's get started okay go oh my gosh what is this what is this what who who am i talking to here hey who's that (laughs) who's over there (laughs) so yeah voice who is this guy so we decided, if you don't know who that voice is, um, that is Mark Vanderberg. I had to remember if that talked to you in a while. Mark Vanderberg and uh, Mark and I used to do the bar stool discussion at the Gun Rights Radio Network. How funny was that? Yeah. I had to even remember that, too. I had to write it down so I could read it. Cause I <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, you know, we just figured we'd do a little something like this. You know, we've had a lot to talk about and uh you know in 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 the past couple years (laughs) it's probably we probably haven't talked probably since what 2014 Mm -hmm. i mean so it's definitely been been some time well we've talked but we haven't we haven't recorded anything right we've not you know as a matter of fact i think the last time we did that we did it on your own on the rights advocates yeah yeah we did yeah and that's actually was my last show so Mm -hmm. Gunrights.us would show it, and it's like 2014. I'm not really sure what the time was, but right. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while. Kind of funny, isn't it? And it's weird doing a live show. I hadn't done one. Now that one's been we hadn't done a live show, and I haven't done one on Gun Nation, and uh, since like episode 69, I think it was. And so, what are you up to now? A hundred and closing in on 180, I guess. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of shows. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, it uh, 
too difficult to do the live? Is that what you? Well, like? you know what I found is uh, it worked good for what you and I were doing with Barstool, but it just not not for what we were doing what we're doing over at uh, Gun Nation, right? Over at Gun Nation here at Gun Nation, <laughs> but it was uh, you know it. It, it, it's fun to do it. It's just hard to get it set up, and, and it keeps us to such a time. And uh, it for the co-hosts, it's hard for me to get everybody together. It's just tough because everybody's got their own thing going on, including myself. And right, if it's just two people, it's not as bad. It's still kind of tough. Um, we were pretty regular though, but we did it every other week, and then right. uh, I switched to every week on Gun Nation when we dropped the bar stool, and um, we we kept that up for a good while, and then it just kind of faded as far as the ability to do it every week because it just got harder and harder for people to well, you know, it, get it, it together. Well, we were doing it every other week because if you remember um, the way my schedule was at that time, I was off Oh yes, every other week on that Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we could do the show on Wednesday night, and I could get hammered live. <laughs> yeah, but see, I wasn't. I had to go to work. Yeah, so it was we, hard, man. Get up, we'd be up till twelve, one o'clock. It was tough. You know, but I I work a Monday through Friday job now, so yeah, it's not as easy now. It's easy to do, but and, we're just doing it anyway for what the heck, right? But uh, that's that's the biggest change is just for me. And so, yeah, you know, the, the kind of reason I had to give up the Gun Rights Radio Network and do all that is just work commitments just got so rough, and it was hard just to keep up. And you know, I had server issues, and I had this problem and that problem, and it was just like I couldn't do it all. It right. Just, no way of doing it. And today there'd be no way. I, yeah. My schedule today is just hammered all the time. I really don't have any yeah. any free time. I understand it. Well, you know, we Gun Nation, we try to keep it, you know, once a week. But it, it like I say, even for myself to have one day to do it on a continual basis, it's like okay, let's do it, you know, on Thursdays. And then of course that guy just. It just completely got swallowed up by something else, and then I said, "Okay, we'll just try Wednesdays." Well, you know, average Joe can't do it because he works and closes on Wednesday night at the gun store, and then uh, Friday nights are tough because um, uh, other things. And then, of course, you know, weekends are tough because Paul's got uh, he, you know, he's teaching on on weekends. So it's just uh, one thing to the next. We just stay busy, but we don't have to talk about all that. You recall, everybody, and we got people in the chat room now. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. We're not taking calls tonight, but we are going to uh, talk. We are reading the chats as they come up. And uh, good to see Charlie back in there. And uh, oh, somebody says they still have their Gun Rights Radio Network t-shirt. Awesome. They still have mine. It's vintage. <laughs> the ones we didn't sell, I have lots of them. I yeah. wear them all the time. I've got the... Um, I've got well. You you should send me one because I don't think I've got one. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Um, look and see. I'm probably I probably have a bag somewhere that's got a bunch of brand new ones. Yeah, extra so. large. <laughs> but I had um, I still have the uh, of course the Gun Rights Radio Network mouse pads and all that you know. And, I got a uh, keychain the other day. That's uh, pretty cool. Somebody had made uh, some prototype ones for keychains. I know we we had done something like that at one point. I can't remember all the time. You know, I never kept a sticker. I mean, all those stickers were yeah. given away before. I I never kept one. Didn't get one. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I had um, uh, what we used to do on the bar stool was to uh, you know when you go to a, a 
a bar stool, a bar. You sit on the stool and you belly up and you have a drink and you talk about whatever. And typically for gunnies, it's about guns and stuff like that. So, um, you know, and politics always comes I, up. <laughs> a lot of times politics. Yeah. Come up. And, and boy, it, it's been a busy year this last year. So oh, it's but. been crazy. It's been crazy. But what we used to do was that, and then we would come up and say, okay, let's uh, let's have our drink, and then we talk about our drinks. So what are you having tonight, sir? Well, what I originally planned on having and what I'm actually having are totally two different things because as I was leaving work today at, uh, at 5 o'clock, one of my friends and uh, one of the maintenance guys that uh, work in our facility, mm-hmm. I helped him, I don't know, it had to have been a couple months ago now. I didn't even remember. Uh, with a computer problem he had. And he said, hey, before you leave today, get with me, and uh, I want to run out to my truck real quick. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll see you before I, I leave. And I w- went out to the truck with him, and he had this bag, and it, it's a, a bottle with two glasses, and it's a, a Jim Bean Black mm. extra-aged. And uh, I said, well, perfect. It's for yeah. Wednesday. I mean, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, John, I said, I didn't do that much. I said, you, you know, he goes, oh, no, you, you helped me out. And I'm like, well, it's more than generous, but I'll put it to good use tonight. So, yeah, that's what I'm having, Jimmy and Black tonight. Oh, very good. Well, I'm having the Booker's Bluegrass. Mm. Uh, good stuff. Booker's very good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had that one. Yeah, you ought to check it out. It's very good. Did you, um, so you're drinking it neat, I assume, or? Of course, yeah. Or do I have to put you down? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all these people talking. Huh? <laughs> all these people, you know, when we used to drink neat and all that, and we talk about it. They say, "Oh, I get messages all the time." People say, "Well, you have to add a little water to let it bloom and expand." I said, "Bloom and expand." <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not drinking flowers over here. <laughs> so anyway, originally, what I planned to drink in tonight was uh, another Jim Bean product. Uh, I don't know; it's, it's something new. I don't know if you have it out there by you, but uh, it's the the new uh, Double Oak. No, I have not seen it. It's we may have it, but I hadn't looked for it. So just just uh, last couple months, it's been becoming available. And, oh, that's good. Uh, it's it's really good too, and it's again, it's different than White Label, more of a distinctive flavor, but it's not very expensive. About twenty dollars here in Indiana. Oh, not bad, not bad. Well, they they probably have it here. I, I just hadn't looked for it. Um, uh, typically, you know, I've fairly good stock right now. But uh, John Richardson, uh, I've mentioned this before on the show, but John had, had, uh, I guess when they were at the uh, GRPC this year, or last year, yeah, whenever it was, (laughs) in Kentucky area, and he stopped and got me some Four Roses, some small batch, which is one of my favorites. And that was good. I've uh, I've got a bottle of small batch sitting over on the display over here and i've got a bottle of uh um the single barrel yeah and i had purchased on thanksgiving day i had purchased a bottle of just the the yellow label mm. and uh we were at my brother-in-law's house so we were we were drinking some of that especially with some people that you know don't normally drink bourbon so they got a chance to try that out a little bit and when i was at the store that you know on the way over there i picked up a bottle of the double oak jimmy nice yeah i can't find it everywhere it's still so new you just can't get it everywhere yeah like i say you know i hadn't you're up there nearer to Kentucky than we are, so. <laughs> well, we didn't see it right away, and like I said, it's still not everywhere. But uh, my daughter's boyfriend happens to be a, a liquor distributor salesperson for one of the. Uh, okay, C- so are, are they getting married? 
<laughs> so I'm you what, like stroke yeah, your ridge? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boing. <laughs> you got it, man. I hear you. Oh my gosh. So what? Hey, what you been up to, man? What's going on? You shot much any at all, or got any new guns, or? Yeah, no, I mean actually not. I have probably in the last two years have not been out. I've been thinking about going out and doing some squirrel hunting. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding the time to do it. I haven't been to the range. Um, the way my hours have changed, uh, our local indoor range is by the time I would get down there, they'd be closing. They no longer stay open late. Um, so it's just, it just makes it really difficult. And like I said, life is just so busy. My other schedule, my previous schedule where I work a couple of days and I'd be off a couple of days was easier to do things like that today, you know, working Monday through Friday and just having a weekend off. It's just, you're trying to catch up so much. I just don't really have the time anymore. Right. Job well, is it, busy. It does, you know, that, that, that work thing gets in the way big time. So I understand that, but yeah, we had, um, we had a lot of, uh, uh, got a lot of opportunity to shoot at work, but that's about it. <laughs> I really can't, and that's just all you know, fixed fixtures, you know, shooting and all. So it's not it's not the same as uh, not the same as what uh, what I'd like to do, which is go occasionally. I try to sneak something in, you know, towards the end and all, but it's 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 still a lot of fun. Anytime I get to do whatever, anytime something goes bang nearby. But God, I tell you what, man. So we've had elections, we've had uh, a lot go on. And so, what do you think about the election? What what's happened here? I mean, how how you think it's going to pan out for us? Let's get into that because there's quite a bit. Normally, on Gun Nation, I don't talk a whole lot about politics, but we're going to this time because Mark is the gun rights advocate. Period. So we're gonna. It's it was crazy. I mean, Donald Trump. I you know when everything first started, I just did not see him going this far. I mean. As far as even getting the nomination, I didn't think that was going to happen. Right. I was a Ted Cruz guy, and when you when you talked about the, you know, like the Supreme Court and you know talked about gun rights, you know, for me, who stronger was you know than Ted Cruz? Right. And, I'm with you. That's me. And you know that's where I pushed pushed for it all all that time, and mm-hmm. up to the point where you know he was out, and then you know you know voting for Donald Trump. You know, I was I was basically brought there kicking and screaming. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't my choice. I was very reluctant. I knew that I had to, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that I I was looking forward to doing. But I guess in the in, in the case before, you know, we had McCain and we had Mitt Romney, and I had to vote for both of them and hold my nose. It just seemed like it was a little harder this time. Yeah. Um, except for the point that I I feel a bit more comfortable with it. Just in seeing some of the selections he's been making, you know, for for people that's going to be on his cabinet and and key positions and stuff. So um, I think he's going to be true to the Second Amendment, and I, I don't think we're going to have much of an issue there. I don't think we, you know, frankly, there's a lot of stuff going around, at least on Facebook and things about uh, uh, national reciprocity. Right. And uh, you know, I've kind of mixed feelings about that because. Is that going to change anything with my state? Because my state is so easy. And are they, is there going to be some national requirements that are going to be, that they're going to require that's going to be rougher than what my state already requires? 
right. uh, to kind of compensate for states that are more strict than others or something like that. But uh, if they don't change anything that way or, you know, it it makes it just a little harder for you know me to go into states like, you know, I've, I've spent, you know, quite a few weeks in this last year. I had to go to Illinois for training for things, and I know I had to leave leave my fire harm at home, you know, mm-hmm. with traveling and stuff. So it makes it uh, makes it difficult sometimes when you're used to carrying it every day, and you know how many times you reach down on your hip and it's like it's not there. You know, oh, I know it. You know, where you know where's it at? Yeah, and uh, it, I think that's you know I, I can see things changing that way for us, and I think I think we're gonna have not a heart of a fight, even with the Senate the way it is, because I think, I think you'll be able to flip enough uh, Democrats in the Senate that are still in states that are, you know, states that Trump won. Right. They, they may have to vote for some of these things if they want to keep their job next time. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I'm like you. I, I Obviously, the most conservative candidate is the one I always want, and... Uh... You know, Ted Cruz to me was, you know, embodied that. A lot of people couldn't stand him. And, you know, of course, there was a lot of vitriol between, uh, of course, liberals and conservatives or Democrats and Republicans. But there was some vitriol, too, between people that were Trump supporters and then Cruz, you know, supporters. And um, which I I wish we could have done without that uh, because – you know, we all want this. First off, we all want the same thing, which is to make sure that Hillary Clinton did not get into office. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. You know, and of course, they're making that push now to where, uh, you know, they're, was it Jill Stein? You know? Yeah. They, they, they're making that push now where they're recounting. And I think in, uh, what it amounts to is, is you've got, uh, you know, with her doing that, it's it's a. Of course, it came up. It's a huge situation where she was. Uh, it sounds like she's trying to to get money. You know, like it's a scam. And then, secondly, you know, of course, Hillary jumped in on that too, and she's kind of back behind it, supporting it. And Looks like she raised, she's raised more money than she even did for a campaign. Know, it's crazy. I mean, it's just. Not in short, I mean, in like no time. But the yeah. thing about it is, is you know, they can do that all they want. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States, yeah. regardless yeah. of how much money they raise or what they think they can do. He is going to be president, whether they like it or not. And I think looking back at it now, too, you know, they're talking about, you know, the media, especially, you know, the left was talking about all these spoilers that are going to, you know, cause problems for him. Mm-hmm. But. You know, you look at Jill Stein and the votes that she just received in, say, Michigan or even Wisconsin would have been enough to put Hillary over the top. Right. If they if they would have all gone to her. Um, right. So, or if the people would have voted at all. But that's, you know, so it's, you know, it's things like that, that, uh, and, you know, why would she be bringing it? I mean, it's just, uh, like you said, you know. Is it is it the money? Is it just the recognition for maybe next time? It, yeah, I think it's a little Probably. bit of both, really. And is more known now yeah. than it was during the election because I never I didn't really hear of her before. Right. Me, me too. I just know that I don't want anything to do with her now. Yeah. But um, yeah, so she's doing that, and then of course Hillary has jumped in on that, and I, you know it's just going to. I mean, that's just dumb. If I were her, I'd kind of like disappear. But now I'm hearing stuff about her possibly running in 
what's the next one? Let's see, we're at 2016. What, 2020? Yep. Is that right? Um, So, you know, in 2020, she's talking about running again. I'm hearing that. I'm thinking, are you serious? Of course, I I posted that on Facebook, and everybody was like, well, not everybody. I had a lot of people go, that's great, because, you know, we beat her. We can beat her again. And I'm like, well, you know, you're right. That makes sense. People don't like her, but I'll say this. Well, we say people don't like her, but she's still winning the popular vote. But the whole point of it is is that I just can't stand seeing her anymore. I've no, had enough of that. That was the, that was the worst part for me. It oh, my gosh. To have to see her day in and day out on the news or whatever. I mean, I got to the point where when they would play whatever she had to say at whatever rally, I would have to mute the TV. I just, you know, I just couldn't do it. Even on Fox News, I just have to. Yeah. I just couldn't. Couldn't handle it. If it was in the radio and I'm on the way to work, I just turn it off. Yeah, I can't handle it. I'm, I've just had enough of it. And, you know, it's so. That's the Clintons that had enough time, and I think they should just need to go away. If, if she decides she's going to run, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But I don't think so. She's gonna Some run. people are saying she'll, probably, she'll be dead before the end, you, know. you know, of all of her ailments that she was having, which is very possible. Yeah, but even if not, I mean, I, I don't think, you know, I mean, other than that, where are the Democrats going to go, though, really? I mean, there's who is somebody that would be up and coming and in that way? They, they don't really have anybody right now. And um, so maybe she would get another chance or maybe right. Sanders would be back at it again or I hope not. Stein and you know, <laughs> I'm sick of all those people. But, you know, if Trump does a great job, I mean, you know, just yesterday um, we got word that, you know, the thousand people at carrier in indianapolis here in indiana are going to get to keep their jobs mm-hmm. um a union place a lot of union workers they're going to get to keep their jobs you know that might be a sway you know he might be able to keep more of those people voting for him you know that's very possible they interviewed a lot of those people here and uh talked to them and they said you know we thank thank him for keeping his promise and he's not even president yet and he's right. already you know well, you know, the whole point is he talked all that stuff about wanting to um, go and, uh, you know, make it to where there'd be a tariff on imports and all. Well, that that doesn't work. I mean, it, that has been done before, and it doesn't work. And what happens is when the company moves out and you get tariffs on people like that, on those companies, they in turn raise the prices. It raises the prices of everything at that point. So it, that causes an issue. What you want to do is let free market capitalism and uh, you know fair trade take over. Uh, and so uh, you know you reduce restrictions and you slash taxes. You know and, I don't I don't I don't know exactly. I mean they were just I was watching the five earlier tonight and um, basically what they were talking about is that um, you know Carrier's parent company also has government contracts that are worth about a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Trump probably said something about, well, you know, we, you know, look for somebody else to do that stuff or something. You know, well, it's possible. You know, it's they got to look at where the where the you know they're getting some of their income from. So yeah. they decide Very they possible. want to keep it. You know, well, they make a good point. You know, if there was some tax incentives or something just for them or something like that, now you got to look at it as far as okay, what other companies are going to say say they're going to leave just so they can get at the negotiating table to you know kind of do something like that. So. Right. They got to kind of look at it both ways. You're right, but you know, I'm hoping. Uh, getting back to the gun circle here, <laughs> hopefully he does what he says he's going to do for the Second Amendment, 
and that's try to make movement forward with it. I guess news yesterday or the day before also, though, on the gun part, because there was a comment made that he planned on carrying, he's used to carrying his gun, and uh-huh. he plans on carrying it as president. Okay. And there, good. there was a, a, a lot of uproar in some circles wanting to know if, you know, if, is, is that a good idea? <laughs> Trump. It's a great idea. <laughs> I commented on on Facebook when somebody posted the story was uh, yes, yes, and fucking yes. I mean, what else? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, of course. I mean, he's the president of the United States. He has the rights just like everybody else. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and I like the fact that he said that. Uh, now that people know, you know, that he's mean in business as far as that. It's kind of advertisement, so to speak, for us. And the uh, like, know what he's going to carry though. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, yeah we asked him what he does carry because you know he's you know again in New York and the city of New York, you only get that license if you're somebody that's rich and wealthy or famous in some right. way. The average person can't get one. So he's been able. I think originally he said he's had one since the '80s, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. He's mentioned it sometime before, but uh, yeah, what does he carry? And if you know now, he's come out and said that I carry every day. Yeah. So okay, so he's he's walking, he's you know carrying every day, which is great, perfect. But uh, I just wonder how the Secret Service feel about that. If you know, are they? Um... <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it was a tenth on his life, and he he pulls his out the same time they do, right? You know, uh, but hey, I mean, I'm all for that. That's for sure. That's for real. I mean, especially if he actually knows how to use it, you know. And um, so I think you know, you mentioned reciprocity and all. I think the way that should work, and I know that they're looking at, uh, um, hey, Ruger one, <laughs> seeing our our chat room here. Uh, said Trump may be carrying a small revolver in his pocket. <laughs> well, you know, what it amounts to is um, uh, reciprocity across the United States. I hope they handle it like, you know, driver's license to where, you know, each state does it and the reciprocity comes in that way. Uh, you okay. know, of course, I guess there's there's advantages for both if if it's federalized to where the federal government takes it over and, and says it. Uh, well, but, you know, the, the problem with it is... If if they do that, and then you're still required to obey the laws within those states, you yeah. go to a state like Illinois, which is you know they don't even want to give them a license, so they're mm-hmm. not, they're not going to be very happy about somebody coming in from another state. Mm-hmm. Still, sounds like there would be a hassle or something, and you know where you can carry it, and you know and you know frankly, there's a lot of people that go from one state to another now, you know. Mm-hmm. That don't really pay attention to what the other states' laws are, mm-hmm. and you know that's what you you need to obey, you know those states' laws, and at least with a with a driver's license, you know we all kind of know what the speed limit signs are. We all know how to go through traffic. We you know that's all generally pretty much the same, you know nationwide. Right, right on red always used to be the one. I remember some states had right on red, and other states didn't. Right. So I never knew what to do when I went to another state, right? <laughs> you well, if you're, if you're sitting there and someone's honking behind you, then you can go. Yeah. So I'd jump in there and I'd be like, oh, man, 
you know. Uh, scared about that, but I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's good to see that we've got. Uh, apparently, I'm hoping uh, that they, we've got somebody now in the White House that is definitely going to do it. I hope he he's, he said he would, and hopefully he will keep that. I know that um, you know we're looking at, uh, uh, of course, having the the Senate and the uh, House of Representatives as well. We still kept those. So hopefully they'll help get that along as well. But you just, I mean, you know, we got a lot of rhinos in there too, and you never can tell what they're going to be doing. Um, but it, it's kind of cool. But like you said, I would like to know what he carries. <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe he can come on the show or, <laughs> you know, give a call in sometime. We'll, I, I probably uh, probably mentioned this before back in a show a long time ago, but uh, I actually met, met Governor, uh, Governor Pence. Mm-hmm. And before he became governor, actually two days yeah. beforehand, and uh, he was right here in in South Bend. He was actually helping campaign for um, our congresswoman here, and uh, it was a small little cafe that was downtown. And I just remembered uh, for people that hadn't heard the story before, um, I was just basically inside the door. The room was packed. There was probably three, four hundred people packed in this little room, and I had my NRA life hat on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember him walking in the door, everybody just cheering like crazy. And he walked over over to me and shook my hand and thanked me and the NRA for everything that we do, introduced me to his wife, and then he went off to, to do his speech. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was sitting at the table with me that was all around, there was all people that we worked locally on, on different political things. And they all go, we didn't know you, you knew Mike Pence, you know. I did until now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're buddies. You know, we shoot together. But yeah, I remember, he's, he's I remember giving him a Gun Rights Radio Network card and saying, "Hey, we need to do an interview sometime after you become governor." Well, that never happened. But, of course not. Uh, uh, be nice to be able to call him up now and say, "Hey, you remember that time?" Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> it's been a while, but interview. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I'll tell you what, he's a top-notch guy in my book, and uh, of all people that that I you know where I've heard. He has. Uh, he really practices what he preaches. You know, on things. He is very genuine. He's yeah. not. He's just as polite uh, behind the scenes as he is in public. I just is. You know, we, I've been happy with him. Obviously, the liberal media and and uh, parts of the state here haven't been. But you know, it's he was doing a great job, and you know, the state's really turned around despite having a president that really didn't help us very well. Right. Now, he's. do you know how old he is by chance? I don't really. I. You think he's still in his 50s? I don't think he's I think 60. He's, I, I think he's in his late 50s. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we could we could potentially see, you know, if Trump gets out in four or even eight, um, you could see uh, Pence being able to take over at that point. You know, that was, that that was, I, I mean, that was really when, um, you know, when I had to weigh that decision of, you know, sometimes some of the things that Trump would say, you know, he, he was doing, you know, Trump was doing his best sometimes to not get me to vote for him sometimes, just, to, you know, some of the things. That yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I'd sway back. And then, you know, then I always kept thinking, well, you know, I'm, I'm not really voting for Trump. I'm voting for Mike Pence. That's who I'm voting for. Yeah. And in the end, I voted for Trump. But, uh, you know, despite what some of the people on the left want to say, he is my president. Yeah. President Obama was my president. I mean, if you remember when we talked about after he won, um, you know, I said, I may not respect the man, but I respect the office. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, at least what the other side could do the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
And they won't. They won't. <laughs> and they're not. And, you know, after listening to, you know, President Obama and his article that he did in um, boy, Rolling Stone, maybe, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, talking about how, you know, he was so disadvantaged the whole time he was in office because of Fox News. Well, oh, brother. How, many, how many media outlets are going to be against Trump, um, including Fox News? Like all of them, yeah. Yeah, so uh, every time he does something, you know, they're all going to be on him. So it's. He, it's just, you know, oh, why is me? You know, they, I didn't get my, you know, everything I wanted to get done. And, right. you know, Trump maybe can get some stuff done. I'm sure there's going to be some kicking and fighting there in the the Senate, you know, because it's, you know, you just don't have those majorities. But, uh, you know, Supreme Court, that's the main thing I was thinking. You know, if we had, you know, President Hillary Clinton, you know, where would we be? Oh, God. Gone, because I mean, you know, what what do you do? I mean, and I think that I'm hoping, you know, Trump continues to, uh, he does exactly what he said he was going to do, which would to be put a a constitutional conservative on the bench uh, that's in line with uh, Alito. And of course, the first first couple guys that come to mind to me are Mike Lee and Ted Cruz. And to be truthful, if Ted Cruz got on that, um. He would be better there, I'll be honest with you, than president because he's young. He and Mike Lee both are in their 40s, like mid-40s. And, I mean, they could conceivably be on the bench for 30, 40 years, right? That's what I was telling a coworker the one day. I said, you know, I could see – the only way I could see Ted Cruz leaving the Senate mm-hmm. would be if it was to go to the Supreme Court. Right. Don't, and, offer, don't offer him a position in anything else. Because I think he'd be better suited to stay in that stay in the Senate, but if it's for the Supreme Court and you think you can get them through, mm-hmm. then by all means, you know. Well, I know at one point, and I listen to Mark, or at least try to listen to Mark Levin. I used to religiously, but like we were talking about before we started the show, it's harder and harder now to get even to listen to podcasts or any radio or anything. But uh, you know, at, at, in the past, people have have brought it up to him, saying, you know, oh, Ted Cruz would be great. You know, Mike Lee would be great, and you know exactly what would happen was they'd come up and he, you know, Mark would say that'd be great, but they they'll never get confirmed. But you know, at this point, I'm wondering if even the establishment rhinos uh, in you know Congress and Senate, if they're not saying, well, you know what, we can get this because he's a troublemaker for them, you know, if we can get him out of here and on the Supreme Court, then we won't have him doing, you know, what he's been doing here, which is standing up for conservatism, <laughs> right. which we love. Um, but what it would do is put him on that. So it kind of takes him out of that arena, but it also gives him a lot more um, power in the way of helping America and the Constitution itself, because he he, he certainly, unless he changed, uh, it is going to, you know, go in the way of the Constitution, which is exactly what you know, Alito used to do, uh, which is basically, you know, have have everything come down on that. Um, but so, you know, I think that's a possibility. It'd be great to see those two guys. I mean, it's possible we could have three, you know, like about three uh, justices put it's, on. It's definitely possible. Yeah, I and if we could stoke I, that up with some young, younger, you know, younger uh, conservatives, then my gosh, that'd be. I fantastic. just don't see that. Uh, Ted Cruz would be the first, especially if 
you know, President-elect Trump does what he said and that it's going to be from the list that he originally put out during the campaign. Well, he had Mike Lee's brother on there. Did he? Yeah, and he's a conservative. He would be a good one then. So uh, if if he goes by that list, but who knows, like you said, you know, there could be one, possibly two more after after that. mm -hmm. So, Well, let's talk about Secretary of State then. I mean, he's going to, you know, he's talking with Romney. (laughs) He's talking with General Petraeus. And and I think originally people would say, Petraeus, yeah, I jump right all over that. But, you know, as I missed it, uh, mentioned on Facebook um, recently, uh, last few days, I was like remembering back. And for some reason, I thought not too distant, you know, past, we had we had him come out. Petraeus came out with, uh, oh gosh, it was one of the, uh, it's Gabby Gifford's uh, uh, husband. Yeah, yep. uh, the astronaut, and you know, had had come out with him, and they had started something, um, some type of I don't know if it was a nonprofit or whatever, but uh, for gun control, and uh, he even had mentioned at one point that uh, semi-automatic weapons didn't need to be in the hands of the public, uh, but only in the hands of military, and so you know that I'm telling you right now, no, thank you. Well, and on top of that. He has a lot to have to deal with when it comes to where he gave all that information up to his mistress. So Trump would have to pardon him basically before he made him Secretary of State. Now, can you imagine that? You have to pardon a guy that actually did something he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to detract from the fact that he was a general and a, a uh, uh, you know, uh, been in the military all this time. I mean, fantastic guy, you know, as far as that's concerned. And we appreciate his uh, service to the country. But he also screwed up in that role as well, which is to catch it. The mistress part, that's up to him. I mean, I'm not not going to judge on that. But I'm going to say that, uh, you know, he, he was given information up on that uh, and was proven to be so, right? So, And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not confident that he would get it. And I'm not so confident that Romney's going to get no, it. No, I don't think he... Which is odd that they're using talking to him this, again. All this playing back and forth. Now they had dinner last night and stuff. Um, I guess it was brought up on the five, and I can't remember who who had brought it up. But they were they were talking about they're like, well, maybe you know, some people are saying, well, maybe you know, Trump is just playing with him, and and uh, maybe somebody said, well, yeah, but maybe Romney's just playing with Trump, like you know, offers him the job and says, ah, nah, I decide I'm not going to want it. And they were just kind of laughing about that, but you, you don't know. I mean, there were some pretty mean things said. Yeah. But you know, Trump was dishing it out just as much as he was taking. Oh my it gosh, off. he was piling it on, and it was some crazy stuff yeah. too, like you know the uh, uh, Cruz's father. Well, the Cruz's father thing, <laughs> and mean, then what? Ted or whatever it was. I mean, it just, I just, I, I just can't imagine this kind of politics, and so. So for the for the guy that says I'm not a politician, Donald, you're a politician. Oh now. man, he's probably just as much as anybody. Yeah, I mean it's just. You know, and, and a matter of fact, he is he's come from the side with the money to try yeah. to sway them. So he probably is more so than most already. Um, but you think about it too. <clears throat> I guess this is the other other thing that really was, was really shocking is that the money difference. Yeah. You know, she spent so much more money. And 
the arrogance on her part or her campaign's part, not even stepping foot in Wisconsin. Right. And a lot of people that follow me on Facebook are from Wisconsin. I got a cousin that lives in Wisconsin. And those people are all fired up from Wisconsin. Yeah. And prior to the election, actually, actually the week of the election, I was in training um, in Illinois with some guys that were from Wisconsin. And uh, they were all, you know, union guys, but they were heavy Trump supporters, which was, I thought at the time was surprising. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of the writing on the wall that, you know, these guys were going to go out and, and vote uh, for Trump. And uh, and I think a whole lot of people ended up voting for Trump that never said anything to anybody. That's why the polls were all off. Oh, yeah. They yeah. weren't. No one was fussing up to it. You know? Exactly. They surely weren't. But uh, so who, who would who would be your choice for secretary of state then? I'm Bolton. I'm a Bolton guy. I like Bolton a yeah, lot. I like Bolton. Um, I would have liked to seen Bolton go back um, to the UN, actually. But I think he would be great in the job. I mean, so um, he did. You know, the time that he was in the UN for President Bush, I think, was great. Um, but I, th- I, I would like Bolton. I mean, that has to be the top pick. I mean, definitely right. I, I'll say him. I know a lot of people were like, well, you know, he's a staff. I don't know that he's that establishment, and I don't really think he ever really truly was. He, I'll say this about him. Um, he will – and, of course, John Bolton was the uh, ambassador to the UN, and uh, he he actually took no punches. <laughs> I mean, this guy was uh, – No, and they, he actually – He's kind of a jerk, and which is in a good way. I mean, in a good way. I mean, he's a nice guy and all, but I'm saying he's so straightforward. He comes across really strong, you know. So, but um, he, he, very strong. But when you listen to him talk about reasons why he's, you know, he's right down. You know, I wouldn't have any problem. Establishment to me means everybody that's you know trying to put a trying to get their own thing out of something and yeah. trying to put the monkey wrench in it's here. It's a power thing for themselves. He's not that way. I don't see him being no, that way. He doesn't appear that way. No, not, not at all. Not at all. So uh, my opinion, I think that he'd be – actually, has got more – he probably has the most uh, experience in the way of working uh, with state-related um, topics and items since he was ambassador to the U.N. Of course, Nikki Haley's got Nikki going to the U.N., and I, I, for me, if I were him, I'd be like not worrying about that position because I'd be wanting them to get out of the United States, right? Shut that down, you know. Um, you know, Nikki Haley was a, a baffling choice, I guess, too, because she was really critical against Trump also during the campaign. So uh, I, you could see that, you know, for 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 them saying that, you know, Trump. Had a thin skin. Well, if he had such a thin skin, what's he doing here? Yeah, he's bringing these people in that, you know. I mean, he met with Cruz, he's talking with Romney, mm-hmm. Nikki Haley. You know, it's so. I you know it's, I think it was just for him. It was the campaign. It was you know this is what I have to do to win, and yeah. he did, and uh, we'll just have to see. I mean. Okay, you listen to the media, and they're complaining about everything. Well, of course, it's the liberal media, and they're going to complain about every pick that comes through. Um, I think he's going to get most of the people he wants through. I don't think – you know, now 
you know, that first week or so, they were like, oh, you know, he hasn't really selected anybody. He's going to, you know, he's fallen behind. Everything's in chaos. Yeah, and of course it's not. <laughs> and then today, it's like, well, now yeah. he's ahead of Obama where he was at. Yeah. Period of time. So yeah. takes the steam. <laughs> right. Not that he's doing any of that on purpose, but you can imagine um, as a businessman, you know, you know how to do these interviews. You know how you're looking for these people. You're trying to find the best people. You're interviewing, re-interviewing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going good. Yeah. I think, uh, now, my opinion is, like, with, um, with uh, I guess, well, the UN, it, it, the head, being the head of state, uh, or the secretary of state, Bolton would be good, too, due to the fact that, you know, the UN is trying to obviously control, you know, what's going on with, with uh, uh, Obama, and he's gone in. They, there's this talk, you know, of course, Kerry and all, that they wanted to uh, come in and, uh, you know, regulate, you know, uh, firearms in the United States and blah, blah, blah. You, you hear that all the time. I don't know if I'm saying it f- totally correctly because of this uh, Booker bluegrass here. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but you, you see what I'm saying. It's just uh, it's it's that. And I think with Bolton, he just slammed the door big time on all that, you know, and uh, uh, I think it'd be a good pick for the Second Amendment community as well. So. Um, I think that'd be good. Now, a lot of people talk about Giuliani. He'd make it great. And all. I think Giuliani's a great, probably great in certain aspects. I don't know that I'd pick him for Secretary of State. He he doesn't really have the experience like that, you know. Uh, and and let's face it, he has been, you know, basically liberal in certain things for quite yeah, some time. He'd probably be good, probably like Homeland Security or something. That would be my choice, Homeland yeah. Security. Something I know uh, with him. You know, he he had uh, uh, he had had Sanctuary City, and and he was kind of for it in New York there for a while. So, right. you know, to me, no, I, I don't I don't think that. But I don't know. Uh, Sounds like Newt doesn't want anything. You know? No, I know, which is shocking to me. He would have made a good Secretary of State, probably. I think he probably had enough, you know, during during the Clinton administration, the first Clinton administration, and hopefully yeah, wore him out. Only a Clinton administration, <laughs> um, but. Uh, he said he's more than willing to be around as an advisor and stuff like that. Right. Uh, right. I see he's got a new book out. I'm going to have to see if it's on Audible because I might want to get that. So. Yeah. Well, I know uh, the first three picks that uh, Trump had made, I, gr- I pretty much agreed with, uh, you know, um, and and then uh, which included Jeff Sessions as AG. I think he'd make a good AG because he was actually in the Reagan administration. He was in uh, in in that all not in that particular. Uh, office he was in the office but he was not the ag ag obviously he was a deputy or whatever and um so he would he would be good there um there's some of the other things that that uh, have come out of it i don't know though like uh you know was a secretary of not transportation is it transportation or whatever um is now uh they're getting um uh, uh what's his name uh senator um uh, what's the I can't think. <laughs> What's the senator? Uh, uh, I, I, the 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 uh, the majority leader in the Senate now, McConnell. His Mitch McConnell uh, is his wife. Wife, yeah, yeah. Now she was. And she served under the Bush administration, right? She was under Bush. She was secretary uh, secretary of um, uh, transportation then too. But I mean, again, if Trump was saying he wants to drain the swamp, why you want to get? 
some somebody in there. Not that she's not a good person and be good for Secretary of Transportation. Right. But why would you want to get somebody in there that's just like linked so heavily to Mister Establishment himself? You know, Mitch McConnell. So you know, I, I think I think probably to the point is you, he's going to have to. You know, he's done some picks that people have never done. Yeah. So you're going to have to be kind of a little bit of both because you're going to have to have some people that have some experience and some that don't and. Maybe it's the stuff that he doesn't think is maybe as important to his agenda. Maybe it's, you know, okay, yeah, this person's okay. But, you know, some of the others that, you know, this is something I really want to do, and I want this person and he, who's going to drain that swamp. And I guess it really comes down to if they're going to play ball and what he's what his agenda is. Yeah. I mean, like what they keep saying, you know, a lot of times they're talking about all these different people, but it it, it doesn't really matter what their agendas are. Are you going to do what the president wants to do? I mean, that's that's what it's going to come down to, right? And if so, you might not be there very long if you're not going to do it because I think you're going to hear a lot of this. You're fired. Hell, yeah, true. Now he's a strategist too, so he may be. It may be that old adage where you uh, keep your friends close but your enemies closer uh, to a certain degree. I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I just I just want to see conservatism. I, yeah, I just don't see the advantage in bringing Romney in. No, I mean, there's none whatsoever. All you're going to do is that base of people, I think, would be upset by that. Yeah. For me, you know, I, I voted for Romney. I, I didn't care for it. If he picked Romney, I wouldn't think it was the end of the world, but... No. I still, it wouldn't be the best thing, but I think there would be some that would be like, no way, what's going on here, you know? I yeah. guess, I think probably the thing that bothered me the most is when he basically come outside, he's, he's, he's kind of backpedaled from that a little bit about not prosecuting Hillary. Right. Yeah, yeah. now that, that threw a monkey in there, a monkey wrench, and I think that uh, that's just kind of, that's a mess. I mean, because a lot of people were happy about that, including myself. And, well, just think about it, the chance. I yeah. mean, the big chance going on about, you know, lock her up. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing. And he was encouraging that at the rallies. Yeah. I mean, and then to come out and say, ah, you know, she's been through enough. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any difference. Mm -mm. I mean, if you've been through a lot, if you break the law, it's still the law. <laughs> What's that got to do with what you've been through? And if he just if he just <laughs> stepped back and said, I wasn't going to do anything, but if the attorney general does or... Right. I mean, he, he personally doesn't do anything anyway. It's the attorney general. He comes out and says that he really doesn't want them to either. So they kind of like, well, what are, you, what are you doing here? Because, you know, the Clintons are going to get to walk again. Yeah. And and probably continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so. Um, or it has, as, you know, you start talking and I talk to people and we're speculating what's going on. Well, maybe this is calculated. And he's doing this because... He doesn't want Obama to pardon her for something she might have done, and that if there's no pardon, then you know if something goes forward after he becomes president, you know, hey, I didn't, I didn't do it, you know. Right. Well, you know that makes a lot of sense because if he comes out and people still call for it now and he's still pushing for it, you know, like you said, Obama could pardon her. That's true. And then uh, if he's gone and no longer in the role to be able to do that, then like you say. Ah, maybe it can go forward then, you know. But so what, uh, do you, what do you think, since we brought that up, what do you yeah. think the chances are that he will pardon her? Obama? Yeah. Well, she has to be convicted first, right? 
No. It actually, it's, it, I thought the same thing, but no, you don't have no, to. No, really? I didn't know that. Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it kind of be... You can actually receive, and I didn't... A pardon for something before they accuse you, I mean, before they a, convict you of it. A pardon Nixon, and he wasn't convicted of anything. Well, that's true. So Nixon received a pardon, and so from listening to some of these legal minds, and, you know, it's, it's very interesting to listen to some of the stuff, but actually the president has the power to the point to pardon you for things you haven't yet done. Yeah. And just amazing to me that you could, you know, ne- usually the pardon is a narrowly written pardon. Right. But if the president wanted to, he could write it so broad, it could be written so broadly that you could commit a murder. So, like, he could become 007, right? Yeah. And I mean, go kill people. It's crazy. 007. Yeah. Oh, they need to, that needs to be changed. I mean, that's it's the first thing I was thinking. Well, she hasn't been convicted of anything, so how could they pardon? I didn't think and about they, that. They brought up the Nixon, and yeah. Nixon was never convicted of anything. He was mm-hmm. pardoned, though. So there you go. Oh, man. What so do you do? It? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he likes her and I, Bill. I don't think so. I think now that she's kind of out of the picture, because he didn't come to her aid, you know, when they were talking about. Uh, you know what they're doing now, and well, they can't do it in Philadelphia, but I mean in Pennsylvania, but uh, uh, Wisconsin and uh, where was it, Michigan, I guess. Michigan, yeah, yeah, for the recount and all that stuff. He he didn't get behind that, so maybe maybe he's just saying, look, uh, heck with them, you know, it's over. And uh, I don't think there's any love lost between the two two families there. So I don't know. Well, there'll be a pardon. I mean, it, it's still possible. I yeah. mean, get the. The amount of um, people he's letting out of jail, I mean, he's like last time there was like a thousand. Mm-hmm. And I think they said, I think the, the number was that he has, you know, released using his pen like more than the last 11 presidents combined or something That's like crazy. that. Crazy. I mean, it's just unreal. What? Oh, brother. Well, let people out willy nilly. Yeah. On top of it, too. I just think that uh, my my hope is, and I think he's going to try to stick around and be relevant. I just hope he just people. Yeah, he's too young of a guy. I don't think he's going to keep yeah. this. Show like, I, I hope people just are ready to be done with him because it's just crazy. We need to get rid of that crap. But well, anyway. right away they were talking about his wife running. You know, I'm thinking, oh my, you know, he come out right away and said, nope. You know, we're going to go on vacation and enjoy ourselves, and yeah. she's never going to run for office. Well, they'd never say never because you right. never know what. Well, they lie anyway. So, yep. Yep. And, 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 of course, Chelsea, from what I'm understanding, has somewhat been groomed to a certain degree. I don't get I, – I, I see that, um, but I don't see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, well, it's, I'm seeing it. She has a long ways to go because um, her public speaking is not the greatest, not the clips I've seen. So Yeah, she's pretty idiotic, but – and and of course with her parents, um, you know Hillary being her mom and Webb Hubble being her dad, uh, <laughs> I think so, man. I really do. She doesn't look anything like Bill Clinton. I'm sorry, just yep. saying, <laughs> just saying. But you know, um, uh, let's let's change gears a little bit since we talked about politics. So the Ohio State thing happened, and. Um, Immediately, the first reports, and I remember I was standing at uh, somebody else's office at work and was talking, and I heard one of the uh, ladies, and 
like uh, financial department really loud said, "Oh my gosh, uh, you know, can't believe that there's been a shooting at Ohio State." And I thought, "Oh my gosh, not another, you know." And so, of course, like most people, first thing pops in your mind is terrorism, right? You know. Yep. And so uh, I, I made it back. I had my phone with me, but I made it back to the office so I could actually flip on Fox News uh, on on uh, my computer. And it popped up, and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and they're, you know, talking about there were shootings and blah blah blah. And then, uh, of course, you know, it started coming out that the guy used a knife, that he hit him with a car, and guess what? It, you know, he was a Muslim. <laughs> you know, and uh, then, of course, you start reading some of the things he had said, and it, it just was, you know, I think what he said was, you know, the media was was messing it up for Muslims due to the fact that he, you know, they were saying, putting putting the stress on him and all that, and everybody's looking at him in a bad light, uh, but yet he did exactly what, he did exactly what he was saying that the media was charging him with when they weren't doing it, so, yep. I mean, come on, you know, and... Of course, you know, he, that, he was killed. That, it's not only that, but it's the media's knee-jerk reaction before they even know the facts on the ground. Oh, yeah, just jump right into it. It's it's the gun. To the we, point, yeah. And and the only the only thing that happened with the gun is the fact that it stopped the guy from killing or hurting anybody else. And you that's like what I was telling my wife. I'm like, you know, more people on campus need to be caring other than just the police and everything else. I mean, it had have been even quicker. Yep. I would have been stopped even quicker. Because any anybody that would have been exactly right there, and they just were lucky that there was an officer there. I mean, what's the chances, really, to have somebody there available? He was, I guess, there on another call or was in the area or something, so it was immediate. But that's not the norm. That's sure not. And, of course, Tim Kaine, yep, could have been your vice president of the United States, jumped in there on a, t- a tweet immediately saying – Something about senseless gun, you know. I mean, <laughs> and the only fire boy. Did you see some of the replies to that? They beat him up, and and deservedly so. Obviously, I mean, it, and I was just talking with a coworker yesterday or today about we we're talking about you know tweeting and things like that, and you know how you know president elect you know goes about it and stuff. But they were talking about how you know in this case, other people tweeting about this gun and stuff, and then immediately trying to go back and and delete things or, you know, whatever. And, and it's, you know, once you put it out there, it's out there. Yeah. You can delete yours, but I mean, there's actually, you know, scrapers that scrape everything that comes off of Twitter. So, I mean, it's somewhere cached. Yeah. So, once you put it in, it's, it's available. That's it. Anything, no matter what you do, it's still available. Whatever you put, I mean, if I yeah, had a little bit too much one night and on Facebook and type in some stupid stuff, I can delete it. Somebody saw it. Yeah, somewhere. I yeah. mean, it's out there. You're not going to get away from it. I mean, uh, the the good thing is for you or me, it really wouldn't make that big a difference because yeah. I don't think anybody cares that much. But when it comes to Tim Kaine being an idiot yeah. and doing that, then yeah, it's going to show up. And of course, it's plastered everywhere. But that's just typical. That's typical. Um, you know, he mentions that first, and then our prayers go out to the victims. You know, and. No. I mean, the prayers go out to the victims, you know, and it's it's ridiculous that this kind of thing happens, uh, but immediately jump to the still, gun. They, they still want to hold back on 
calling it what it is. Yeah. And, you know, and they still got to wait and see. And, you know, all the signs are there. They go look at his Facebook page and everything, and they still want to hold back. I mean, they eventually come through, but, you know, the administration still can't say it. Yeah. And at least in this case, um, next year we're going to have a president that, you know, is going to call it what it is and, you know, everybody's going to know it. And I mean, everybody does, but it just, I think we're going to have so much more respect in the world again mm-hmm. with a president Trump than never. They just walked over Obama. I mean, he's, he just spineless, terrible, absolutely terrible. And I think our military will be built up again. Hallelujah. Uh, which should mean, you know, you know, more safety. We, my company will get more business. I think it's going to be good for everything as far as that. Cause you know, face it as far as commander in chief president of the United States goes, you know, by constitution, your first thing to do is to protect yes. the citizens of the country, and well, that's here or there or anywhere for that matter. Just so. look at what the stock market's doing right now, yeah. and oh, he's not even president yet. What I know it. You can imagine if it keeps on this trend and you know they do lower the taxes, not only the corporate taxes, but middle class taxes, and people have the buying power to go out, you know, because it is. It's just been stagnant. I, I get a meager raise every year and it's really just eaten up in insurance or something else. You really don't see anything. You're actually just falling farther and farther behind all the time. Right. You know, things start moving forward and, you know, things start growing where people are actually getting jobs and, you know, for me, you know, buying, you know, automobiles so that the auto industry does well, which sure my company will do well. They rebuild the military. Your company will do well. I mean, it just, all that infrastructure stuff, you know, that'll, you know, he's talking about inf- infrastructure spending. Yeah. Then again, he's going to spend, but by lowering the tax and everything else, the way everything's going to move, it's going to create more tax base. Yeah. That's going to, you know, there's no way he's going to turn it around everything that Obama's done. I mean, it's unprecedented how much everything's gone up. I mean, we're looking at big numbers here, but definitely have to work towards it. And if, if anybody can do it, a businessman could, right? Especially, I would think so, yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Because we haven't had any luck with politicians. No, so it's not working. understand how it works. <laughs> At least I have hopes in it, you know? Right. We'll see. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. We'll switch off of that for a little while. What, uh, you carry, you carry anything these days? Are you actually, I know you haven't been doing much shooting, but do you? Yeah, I still carry every day. Um, yeah. I'm still actually carrying that Glock 26. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty much the same holster I have for the last three, four years. Um, you know, it's the only place I can't carry is in work, but other than that, I carry everywhere else. So, I mean, it's uh, just uh, same same thing. Just I, I think you get comfortable. You know, I carried that SIG 40 for so long, Yeah. and uh, you got comfortable with that. But uh, once I got used to the Glock 26, I just, it's always with me. It's you know, you, you notice when it's not there. Yeah. You know, it'd be like leaving your wallet behind or something. I mean, it's, you just know. Yeah. Well, I've changed considerably, I guess. Uh, still love the same things, you know, since, since we had our, our last Barstool show, you know. Uh, still got the revolvers and all. Still love them. Um, I'm probably going to carry one again here soon because I just don't want to get too far away from it. <laughs> but uh, I started carrying... Uh, you know, semi-autos more, and then uh, 
started, I know this is going to sound for me, but 9 millimeters started carrying those. Um, ended up, uh, car- uh, bought the, uh, finally got the Ruger uh, SR9C uh, and started carrying. I like the gun. It shoots very well. I don't like the thumb safety on it, uh, but I do, you know, in- enjoy the fact that it shoots well. It's got a decent trigger and all. Uh, ended up getting the um, uh, FN, uh, the F and H, what is it? The, the I can't even think. The 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 compact, the nine compact. Okay. Uh, F and nine uh, compact. Got that. Love that gun. Now it's a twelve shot. You know, uh, it's a little bit longer grip, but it's a, a wonderful gun. I love that thing. Things that went in originally when I when I went into and I know I've told the story before, but when I was I was taking my daughter down to um, Tennessee, uh-huh. and uh, she was visiting a friend, and we drove all the way down. She drove down, but I was sitting in the passenger seat, and then I dropped her off, and I drove. I basically stayed for like 20 minutes and drove back, so it was like a 16-hour drive. Mm-hmm. I got home, and that SIG was just killing my side. It just <laughs> – sitting in the seat, it was just killing me. And I said, you know, I got back, and that Saturday I went, went to my favorite gun store, and looking around, I wanted to go get the Ruger. And uh, I looked at it, and um, – after looking at it for a little bit and pulling the trigger on it a couple of times, and then I was looking at the you know the baby Glocks, the twenty six. I looked at the twenty seven, the the forty, and um, I ended up I ended up getting the Glock. And um, once I got used to the trigger, the how how the trigger works, yeah, um, I just love it. I mean, it works well. I can pretty much pick up any of the Glocks, and they feel the same. And I've rented several. After that, actually, I, I purchased a couple from people that needed money or something, and they were selling one, and I knew I could flip it pretty easy and make some money on them, so I've done that. I didn't keep them, but um, uh, because I, I didn't need an I didn't need another plastic gun like that, but <laughs> just the one I carry. Right. But uh, they were they're, they're always fun to shoot, you know. And uh, I thought about getting getting one in a forty. I think it was thinking getting a the uh, twenty three. Yeah. And uh, just just never did, but uh, well, you know, the forties kind of fallen away. I mean, uh, I guess with the the way not, the bullets are now, nine millimeter has has really come a long way uh, compared to compared what to they used to be. Yeah. Now, all semi-automatic firearms are really you know that are of decent uh, manufacturer are, are decent quality. I mean, you always got to it could possibly have a lemon in, in any bunch, but. Uh, uh, you really don't have that much of an issue with that, but I, I know that nine millimeters have come a long way now, and uh, you know reliably expand and, and the like. So uh, it's still hard for me because I still like the big ones and the fast ones, forty <laughs> fives yeah, and the three fifty sevens. And I don't want to see forties going too far because I've got you know a couple five gallon buckets of brass. Yeah, and and, I, and you know they're they're kind of quasi. I mean when they're stoked up, forty is getting close to that three fifty seven magnum kind of thing. Uh, I know the 357 SIG came out, and then of course it's just the neck down 40. Right. Uh, but I got a lot of that brass also. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and you're getting uh, almost a, pretty much the same kind of stuff uh, with the 40 and the 357 SIG, and and people are like, well, you know, the nine, the nine, and it's like, yeah, but if you like the 40 and you like the 357 SIG. If you like 357 Magnum or whatever, and you shoot it well, by gosh, stay with it. You know, I what mean, you're not going backwards. <laughs> I mean, you know? What about the 10 millimeter? I mean, it's I love that. Love it. 
I it was what was unusual is, you know, I was at work the other day and I was happy to be sitting in our break room and uh, one of the second or third shifts come in and there's a couple young guys sitting around talking and the one guy was talking about, oh, I really wish I would have, you know, got one of those 10 millimeters like you got a couple weeks ago. I'm just kind of sitting there listening to see what they're they're talking about. I'm like, well, I haven't heard anybody talk about a 10 millimeter in a long time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. that. And another thing, too, I was out for breakfast with my wife just last weekend and we were sitting in a restaurant and there's a couple guys having a conversation about concealed carry hosters. <laughs> Which one's the best? And, you know, one guy was saying, well, I'm going to get myself a crossbreed because they're the best ones out there. And other guy was talking about some custom-made one that he was having done or something. But yeah. I was like, you know, it's getting to be more, you get to hear this more. I mean, yeah. at one point you didn't, but it's it's more and more popular. I know license to carry in the state of Indiana has just skyrocketed over the last 10 years. So. Sure. Um, and I think we see that everywhere now, really. I mean, I think it's starting to go. I started to get, it's starting to be the norm. I mean, people that would never consider having a license before actually have them. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's going to happen more and more, I think, uh, especially with the climate changing, you know, and the administration and all. Yep. So. Yeah. But uh, well, and that's the thing. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? Because um, I remember right after the election that uh, Smith and Wesson and Ruger stock kind of dropped. <laughs> but I, I think Black Friday was pretty good because I think gun sales went way up. Oh man, incredible! Yeah, amount of sales. Well, and seen, I seen pictures of people standing in line. Yeah. To buy guns. Now, I mean, the crazy thing is uh, that it would have probably been that way, you know, of course, if she won, because people would be wanting to get it before she got in there and did something. Right. Um, and, of course, you can't you can't count on the establishment uh, Republicans to, to help us, you know. I mean, look at look at Obamacare. Um, so, you know, I think that that alone was one way but then out of nowhere it's like all these dealers i got a friend you know, as a dealer and uh he was like well you know i got this stock now <laughs> <laughs> and you know crazy enough though people went now he could the prices did not go up like they would have right uh, so you know really there's some good deals out on some brand new firearms some good stuff now um and people i know like so the dealers stocked up on at least the ones i know and what i've been hearing and reading I stocked up on the, uh, uh, you know, the black rifles. A lot of that stuff now. Uh, it was probably a smart thing for them to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, it didn't actually worked out for them all that well. It, it didn't, but now they can sell their, you know, just sell it at a decent price. Right. You yeah. know, and people that have been waiting to, you know, go and and get one now's a good time because you can. I see them like on CDNN Investments or whatever they call it. Uh, see that from time to time. Get those emails, and there, there's some. Uh, good prices on on black rifles coming through. Uh, my buddy Manny at Osceola Arms, he's he's got some really good deals on stuff now, and I'm seeing this stuff come through, and I'm thinking, you know, it's it's taunting me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't need to buy anything else right now. We've got Christmas coming up. Um, I just don't need to be doing it, and uh, it's it's hard right now because I'm seeing these prices. And I'm thinking, now's the time I should be getting this and that. And it's just, you know, the climate's good to do it. The price is right. People got stock out there. Maybe if I just wait till after Christmas, you know, maybe I can get an even special, better deal or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, see, uh, back in the day there, too, I mean, you know, several years ago, I was, when I was at SHOT Show the one time, a local um, 
manufacturer here locally that uh, just start just actually just started making AR stuff. And uh, they've been in business for a long time. It's a family-owned business, but they started a, a different division, and they call it BCI. Yeah. And uh, BCI Defense. And so they started making AR stuff. And um, at one point, you know, one of our big local stores here started selling their stuff exclusively, and they did like a 199 deal for the the lower, a complete lower. Right. And so I went in and bought one, and I told the salesman, I said, you know, uh, I know you guys got skids of them back there because I've been in your back room before. <laughs> when the uh, manager showed me around one time when I interviewed him, I said, uh, can you go back there and see if you can find me a unique serial number? And he says, well, what do you mean by unique? I'm like, you'll know it when you see it. And so he brought me out, brought me out a gun, and it was you know, basically a four-digit number with you know two same digits. And I'm like, yeah, there's no problem. I, I can remember that one. There's, I don't have a gun in my collection that has four digits in it, so that's not <laughs> a problem. And it wasn't but, oh, maybe a year ago or something, they were running a contest on their Facebook page yeah. for a, uh, an upper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually won that. Just entered the contest, and I figured... You know, How come I can't win anything? <laughs> I've never won anything. I'm just, I never win anything. But I fell into that one, I think, maybe because nobody else you know, entered the contest. So That's hilarious. Yeah, well, I know that, you know, talking about uh, uppers and lowers, you see those on sale big time now. It's funny, Ruger in the chat room says, and he's right, and I want to I talk about this. He says he loves that folks trying to sell uh, an AR that they bought back in 2012 for $1,300, and now you can get them for $700 new. Yep, yep. And that's true. That's right. As a matter of fact, like one of the guys I work with, uh, he bought one uh, back during the grab scenario where when you know everybody one of the deals when obama said something or whatever happened you yep. know we had a, a mass shooting or whatever and um he he comes up and he he says i you know i want to get one i said well look man why don't you just wait because mm-hmm. it's going to calm down and you'll be able to get one at a good price nah you just never know i said well you know in this case i kind of do know because it's a pattern that goes on and on and they're not going to be able to just step in there and say look we're banning all firearms with a pen and a phone uh you know it's just you're going to have a big fight on your hands if that happens so there's so many firearms in the united states these days and so many gun owners that no it's just not you know and um not that they wouldn't try but you know and so he he went and bought one anyway for a couple over a couple grand you know well, it wasn't too long ago we were talking. He said, hey, would you like to buy you know, my AR off of me? And I said, well, it depends. Because, see, now I know it, at, at the time it had settled down. It wasn't talk about as much, and people were calmer, and prices had dropped to reasonable, reasonable prices, you know. And and he's like, uh, why don't you buy it off of me? And I said, well, you know, what do you want for it? You know, I can always buy another one. Why not? You know, and he's oh, he wanted what he paid for it. I said, sorry, buddy. It worked that way. I said, do you remember when I told you to hold off because people will be purchasing these things, they will never shoot them, and then all of a sudden their wife or the would say, look, you know, you get rid of this thing, you never shot it. Yeah, you got twelve, thirteen hundred dollars sitting over here, or a couple grand or whatever. And, you know, it's just sitting there. You've never shot the thing. Of course, the guy realizes you ain't got any place to go shoot it, right? right. You know? Um, and, and, and he's just sitting around going, well, what am I going to do with this? And Or he needs the money or whatever. 
and people are going to start selling them. You get them for a song, you know. Uh, and and so I told him, I said, you remember I told you that? I said, now you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I said, because you can't sell it for what you bought it for. It's not worth that. Apparently, said, he doesn't know how the stock market works either. Then. Yeah, that's true. Right. probably would buy the wrong time then also. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the same thing. It, it's crazy. I, have, I had a friend, uh, a guy I used to work with. He called me up before the election, and he's uh, he's uh, from England. But he's he's legally here in the United States, so he could buy a gun, and he's yeah. been here for you know a very long time. And him and his wife are he, his wife is retired. He's getting ready to retire, and he's like, you know what? I better get one now because I might not be able to get one. And he wanted to go out and shoot some of mine, so he kind of understood what he was looking at and this, that, and everything else. We never got together, and I told him, I said, you know what? You might want to just wait. You know, yeah. you might want to just wait because even now. Going up to the election, there's this nobody knows what's going on, and it's probably not the best time to buy, and it may not really be the best time after the election if Hillary wins, but eventually it's going to cool off, and the time that you need to buy is when you know there's no threat around. And so the day after the election, he texts me and goes, "Man, you were right." <laughs> Did you think? <laughs> well, actually, now he probably isn't going to even buy one. Because yeah, I know. <laughs> He would have been that guy that would have bought the expensive gun beforehand and then wanted to sell it the day after the election because uh, I don't really need it now because I could get it if I wanted to. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm, you're looking at these prices now are just, there's some really good prices out there. And uh, I'd mentioned this on the show uh, with Paul and, and Average Joe, we were talking about it. Um, you know, the M&P is really, their, their M&P uh, line, uh, Smith & Wesson, their AR line, really good for the price. I mean, Ruger's the same way. Um, and, of course, you know, even even some of the Primo uh, boutique uh, companies with, uh, have, have come down considerably in price. So you can really get some decent deals and some, you know, some great, you know, AR-type platforms. Yeah, there's everything out there, too. I mean, there's so many other, like, smaller manufacturers also that are out there that are making good stuff. But um, you know they don't make as many, and you know, you know, like, like I said, the BCI Defense, they make some really nice looking stuff, really good stuff. You know, a lot of people do the same thing, and a company like that is, it's not like they're they just opened up a shop or whatever. They were in manufacturing previously. Yeah. Uh, the company is Bremen Casting, so they casted stuff and and all that. So it's it's nothing new to them, and so you know. Only thing that was new to them is just a different product they were doing. I mean, in a lot of these, it's it's not rocket scientists, you know, to, to mill this stuff out. Right, right. You know, it's <laughs> not that. I mean, I tell you what, the the, the pistons I make for automobiles are have a lot tighter tolerance than most AR stuff does, really. So oh yeah, yeah. It's really, really tight stuff. So. Huge difference there. Big time. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a good thing. It's a good climate. Things are going the right way. I like to see, you know, the uh, Hearing Protection Act that they've got going on, uh, Bill. Oh, that would be, I mean, just to be able to walk in and purchase a suppressor. Yeah. Uh, without going all through there. Because I got a friend of mine, I don't know how many he has. He has a lot. Mm-hmm. And just to say that, you know, he in January, he goes in the store and buys a suppressor. And maybe by October, he might actually have it. Just as I just can't do that, I can't put all that money down and go through all those hoops to wait till then. If I could just walk in and buy one and walk out, right, it'd be perfect. 
I mean, and, and let's face it, I mean, that <laughs> suppressors don't, I mean, it, it, people think that it's it's going to be like the movies. I mean, that's what these. Uh, yeah, and that's the way they make it. Yeah. You know, and they make it to where they're going to, you know, you can go in with whatever kind of gun and you never hear it and all this stuff. And it's it's not even close to being that way. I've shot, I've shot a lot of his and. It's great because you know hearing protection, but it's nowhere near silent. No, not at all. I mean, and what's cool is you get to hear the full action of the gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, but uh, it, it's just funny. Yeah, it's like I said, some people. I know there's going to be a lot of people that shelled a lot of money out over the years purchasing theirs, put them in trusts and all that. And, uh, you know, if something like that passes, I'm going to go get myself a couple and be a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Me too. We, I'm all about but- Matter of fact, I have to get some new firearms that'll be threaded, so I can just put cans on it. Yeah, just a bunch of cans, ten millimeter. <laughs> I think what it is is the, the science behind a lot of, of of the suppressor stuff is fully available out on the net, and everyone's tried different things. Um, you know, a guy with a lathe in his in his garage could make one. I mean, well, you know, and I did a show, gosh, years ago, uh, based on the. Um, uh, you know the oil filter suppressor, right? Yep. You know they've got those um, got those adapters that you yeah. can screw on, yep. and uh, I forgot which episode I did of that, but it was. Uh, I mean, and they work. Of course, the big old can sticks up where you can't see through the sights, you right? Know? But, <laughs> but I mean, it does work. So, like you say, there's there's a whole lot of ingenuity going on, and, and they're getting more and more um, innovative. You know these suppressors are. Uh, you see these different types that, uh, that look like a vortex instead of a, you know, with a baffling type thing. So it's 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 really interesting to see what what's coming about. But it'd be great if they go ahead and and, and do away with the regulations on that, and, and and people can buy them at that point. It'd be great for hunters. I mean, you know, it'd uh, be perfect for like even you know I I go out squirrel hunting and it'd be just perfect because. Oh yeah. I go out squirrel hunting and I shoot that first squirrel and the rest of them go hide. Sure. I mean, it's just, you know. And, and plus, you know, when you're hunting, you know, uh, I wear typically uh, wear the attenuating um, uh, air, you know, uh, air protection. And it, then you don't have to even bother with that. You can hear, you can hear easily with your own ears. <laughs> you know? and, yeah, especially uh, when I'm squirrel hunting. I, it's so much of a listening thing to be able to tell where they're at and, yeah. You know, it echoes in the woods, and, you know, you're just looking, you know, trying to listen, and I'm trying to call to them, and, you you know, you're trying to, and if I have anything in my ears or over my ears, it just doesn't work for me. I mean, no. and, it's hard uh, to do it. It is, and so just to be able to have, and it's not like I'm going to stop and put hearing protection on when I see the squirrel, you know, it's, I don't have much time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you're going to do some uh, squirrel hunting then. Any any other hunting you're planning on doing? Or? No, that's about all I ever do. Uh, my one friend of mine that lives just across the border in Michigan, he, he's got uh, quite a bit of property that uh, he usually will shoot a couple of deer, and I just pay for his license, and we'll go up and butcher one and throw one. We haven't had one in a couple of years. He's been working a lot, but uh, yeah. he asked me this year if I wanted, so I said, sure, well, of course. I mean, it's we'll eat it until it's gone, and then uh, then we got to buy beef again. <laughs> well, you know, um, it, it's I, I love to deer hunt. Um, don't do it as much. It's just you know, like you say, and you don't get out cheap on it because I don't butcher my own meat and all. Well, we we do uh, that, but we've taken and taken it down and processed 
it had some of it processed into like, um, you know, hunter sticks and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, the biggest thing for me, especially in, in my area is, you know, all the land's been purchased. So you got to know somebody we right. have land, but my brother-in-law usually hunts on it or a couple of his friends. And then if you go to public land, it's so overcrowded, you're afraid you're going to get shot. Sure. So, I mean, it's once hunting season opens up because it's usually such a short season, everybody's trying to get out there. So, you know, it's, Usually I let everybody else go out there, and I'll usually do the do the squirrel stuff. So after yeah, the small game's a lot easier. <laughs> years over and uh, does not, and I love doing that. It's hot it, those days, though. It, it's just nice. Like the squirrel hunting is just nice to get out there and walk around through the woods. And yeah. usually I like to go out after. Usually I try to do it after leaves have fallen, but mm-hmm. sometimes you go out beforehand. But at least I'll tell you, after I, leaves have fallen, then the twenty two works great. Right. I want to. I want to kind of get more into the air rifle kind of thing too. Uh, I've got quite a few really good air rifles, and uh, <clears throat> might be doing it with that some uh, as well. And, you know, those air rifles are about as loud as twenty two. Yeah, you know yeah, the truth. Because I used I used one in the back. Uh, we had uh, raccoon problems for a while, and yeah, man, they would just uh, tear stuff up. And I get the air rifle out, and it, like I said, almost as loud as the twenty two with the noise it would make. But, yeah, I mean, I've got I've got like some twenty two caliber air rifles and seventeens, of course, and. Uh, Typically on the uh, even the rifles that I've got that shoot, uh, you know, typically around the speed of sound or better, you got that crack. I mean, you don't have that pop sound that you do as much with um, uh, ammunition, uh, but you do have it that crack because you're breaking the speed of sound, you know. And so what I'll normally do is get a heavier pellet and and try to slow that down below that, and that helps a lot. But still, it is it's it's a little louder than you think it is. People think it's just, you know, and it's not really that. It's uh, not really that. Yeah. I don't know. Some years ago, I bought a uh, a Ruger ten twenty two stainless, and uh, I put a rubberized Hogue stock on it, and uh, a nice, nice, really nice um, Leopold twenty two scope. Yeah. With a uh, a Timney trigger. Uh-huh. The Timney trigger was probably almost as much as the whole damn gun was because it's nice, but. You go out squirrel hunting with that, and you really, I mean, really feel, I mean, squirrels don't have much of a chance. <laughs> right. They sure don't, man. They sure don't. But I tell you, um, I like doing that, and I wanted, you know, one of the things I'd like to do more is is uh, do some duck hunting. It's just such a, it's very hard for me to, to get it together, get all my equipment, and, and get somebody to, to go out with, and uh you know where to go, and and are we gonna are we gonna actually just troll basically down down yeah. a river, or are we gonna go try to set up a blind? And duck hunting's fantastic though, and I mean good duck meat, ooh, delicious, and it's a lot of fun to do it. I just wish I could have a place, drive to it, get out, yeah. <laughs> do it. I'm sure there are places that happen, but that's expensive, yeah. and we don't really have them that prevalent around here, so. Uh, you're yeah, gonna say say something. They, they've done uh, some of the uh, like the deer preserves and stuff here yeah. and and stuff too. And I, at one point, I think they were gonna go away from it. Maybe they've gone back to it or something. You know, where you pay a fee and you got this you know large amount of land where they're basically they're almost like pets, but uh, they've raised there and stuff. But uh, I've never never done anything like that either. But uh, it's kind of interesting. Hey, what about that? Uh, did you see that post? The other day on uh, Facebook, it was the uh, Marlin 410 lever action. Oh, I did. Did you? And thank you for saying it properly. 
It is I, a lever action. I yes. did that on purpose. You know? Yeah, and you did it properly. <laughs> uh, I did see that, and I, 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 you know, a good lever shotgun like that. Mm-hmm. Loving. Yeah, you were asking me earlier about if I bought any new guns, and I was, I was thinking about that at the point, but I wanted to bring it up later, but. If I was going to get one, that would probably be one of the ones. Tell you what, that that's a nice fire. Was it a was it a Marlin or Henry? It was, I think it was a Marlin. Might have been. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember seeing the post and somebody said something, you know, and said lever or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it indeed. Um, I do, you know I don't have a, a good lever action shotgun, and that would make four ten is nothing to sneeze at. That's I mean, especially for dove and small game and all. Shoot, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, home defense, even. Uh, you know, a lot of people use a 410. Uh, not a, well, I don't know if it's a I'd lot, like but there that. are people that use it. I like that and also a uh, a 44 mag uh, big boy. Yeah, yeah. That's, Those that's, Henrys have got just incredible actions. Um, oh, they do. That's, they're beautiful. They're like butter. And I know, like butter. <laughs> I know the um, Henry's coming out with stuff. You know, we talked about uh, on the show recently. Uh, you know they've got that new 308. It's got the the box mag on it, uh, and it's a lever. And I, I've been watching YouTube videos of people shooting it at all. And I really want one of those. Now it's a four shot uh, 308, uh, but you know it's 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 literally the 308 that you you know. <laughs> wow. And uh, so it's with the box mag. I mean, obviously, and it's a flush mount box mag that goes underneath it and it holds four. Um. I assume somebody might, if they wanted to, come out with a, a larger magazine to hold more capacity. I don't really know why, because, I mean, uh, that that's a, you know, with the lever action like that, that box underneath it. I don't know. I guess she could, but, um, what is it, the, uh, which one is it, the the BLR, um, the Browning uh, lever? That that's one like that. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but it the 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 thing is, it looked good. That uh, that Henry looks good. I know how those actions are, how smooth they are. Uh, everything I've seen is looks like it's really accurate. You know, and of course Henry has got the most beautiful wood, and well, and they're they're bluing, and they're you know the ones that got the brass on it. Mm, that's a wonderful firearm. Talk well, about three hundred eight uh-huh. stuff like that. I I I purchased one well this is way back several years ago yeah a ruger uh-huh. one of the american ones you know with no sights or anything on it from a guy he he bought another gun he never used this one it's brand new still in the box he wanted to get rid of it i beat him up on price he finally came down to a price that i could buy it from him and i've had it for all these years and it's still brand new in the box <laughs> <laughs> i hate to admit it but I actually have firearms that are like that. I remember yeah. you – didn't you purchase or somebody was talking about – oh, no, no. Somebody was talking about purchasing one of the commemoratives, and and, and we had a we had a little, uh, I guess, argument overall with not just me and you, but other people, whether to shoot it or not. Or not, yeah. Yeah. I know at one point I wanted to buy my son. They, they had the Boy Scout one, and mm-hmm. yeah. he was going to – when he was going to uh, – uh, finish Boy Scouts, uh, get an Eagle Scout, which he came very close but didn't do it. I told him, I said, if you, if you do it, I'll buy you this gun. And, uh, you know, there were still so many of them out there, the commemorative ones, they were Winchester ones, I believe, that mm-hmm. had never been shot, but they were out there and available. They no longer made them anymore. But right. I said, if you if you finished it, I'll, I'll get you one of these. And uh, we might have talked about that at one point. You know, I think so, said, yeah. And... Uh, he never did it, but I've, I thought about it. I almost bought it anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, too. There's so much stuff out there. When they come out with this new stuff and it looks good and 
shoots good and you know i it's just man i get to be a sucker and go i gotta stop that though it's just getting to be ridiculous um, well i got i got that i got that thing and then i i also collect knives so yeah yeah uh, I was in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, for that training a couple of weeks back, and I was they had a big Cabela's out there, so it was right right around where I was doing the training. So I stopped in there and started looking around, and always end up finding a knife that you know I didn't have before or something like that. And yeah, this this one was made. Uh, it was it's called a Alaska knife or oh. made Alaska knife or something. Is the name the name brand? I never heard of it before. Right, real nice knife, nice G10 handle, a real nice sheath on it. Yeah. It wasn't really expensive, sixty bucks or something like that. Right. But I'll I'll go to some of these gun shows and these you know the guys that make custom knives and I I really like some of the stuff these oh, people. God. And I'll go in and I'll buy something and the first thing they do is like, well, what are you going to do with it? I'm like, it's going in my gun safe. And they're like, you know, these things are meant to be used. I'm like, it's too beautiful to use. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know it. I, you, you see those. You're right with the yep. the exotic woods they use. Oh, yeah. Laminate type grip uh, handles and. Oh man, you tell me nice. I always look for like you know different unique blades, you know just the hand, you know just nice different handle materials, but you know so many different styles of of, of the, the blade itself, and it just sometimes I forget what I have. I'm always like, oh that's beautiful, you know. I don't think I have anything like that. And sometimes I'll come home and I'll have something somewhere, but you know you, you never know. I think I posted this up on Facebook probably last week that I was in in the safe and I pulled out something and I had a mini 14 that I totally forgot I had. It was another one that I take and put a rubberized hog stock on Don't it. you love that? Oh, and I was like, it's like Christmas. I know. Oh, I, I forgot I had that. I don't need to start doing something with it. Yeah, I, that happens. And then sorry, sorry everybody out there that, you know, posted that, you know, I, I don't have the kind of money to, to do that. Well, it's not a matter of that. I've just, you know, I set my priorities. You just did it. <laughs> it's not whether you had it or not. You just did it. You know. Yeah. You know. You that happens. You just do it. And yep. That's my retirement fund. <laughs> <laughs> What's that old thing going around Facebook? It's like when I die, tell my wife what these guns really cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, every, every once in a while, hear somebody like that. You know, somebody will say, "Oh yeah, you, um, I know somebody is." so-and-so passed away and, and they've got some guns and their wife's got some guns they want to sell. And I'm like, well, do they know what they're worth? Cause I can come over and help you out. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, like two people in my work. And then they've, you know, they don't necessarily know I'm Doc Wesson, but they, <laughs> they do know that, um, you know, I, not everybody, but I guess the major, majority or most people there know about guns, uh, that I dabble in it. <laughs> they, <laughs> Uh, they, from time to time, it's like one guy came up to me and he goes, uh, "You know my uh, my my wife's brother passed away, and I know exactly what's coming." Right. You know, he, the guy was was a gunny, and he's got like you know fifty, sixty guns. He goes, "What's this stuff worth?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Well, you know, you need to you need to get your book. You need to talk to some de- you know dealers, and and of course." He's talking to me I, for the ones I know. And, of course, some of them come out to be really good firearms. I'm talking about some expensive stuff, you know. Um, ended up putting those on consignment at a, a fine firearms dealer. we got one around here called Cherries. Uh, I think they handle, like, uh, auctions and a lot of stuff like that. But you go in their, in their store, and it's not like your typical gun store. It's 
it's almost like the you know you walk in it's got mahogany doors and <laughs> you know I mean it's like for real you know you go in and you expect wine and cheese I mean I'm not buying a Rolls Royce but you know you go in and it's got some of the most ex, you know exotic wood firearms that are in there shotguns and oh just beautiful stuff you know and he they ended up having some of those I was like well look on those you really need to talk to the specialist on that uh, whatever I come up with is is just not going to be right and. Of course, he had some other uh, normal things. I, of course, bought a couple at good price <laughs> off of them. But um, you know, it's 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 funny how that happens. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that that comes up. But it's just tough. It's tough not to buy everything. And and you know, I, when can I possibly shoot it all? It's just it's exactly. so difficult. You know, and then and then you know, it's like my my range uh, that I go to. You you, you can shoot long arms in there you can't shoot shotgun i don't think they allow that but you can shoot long arms but you can't shoot bottlenecks they won't allow that now the stop will stop it it's just they it's just so loud right you know they don't they don't really like that to be the case i guess um, i i guess what comes up to me all the time is if like we're saying like ars i mean yeah it's it's everybody who's purchased one and everybody ends up wanting to sell one later or or it's oh it's like brand new. Well they're all like brand new. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a big shooter, they're all like brand new. There's thousands of them out there that you can buy easily all the time. So uh somebody tells me they want to buy one, I'm like, you know, get on the arms list or something and right. somebody that really wants to get rid of one or you know, just wait. Somebody'll ask you, you know, if you're looking for something. Sure. Or wait for me, I'll tell you. You know, somebody's looking to sell something. Right. You know, it's like because a lot of times people won't even ask somebody if they'll go down on something. Mm-hmm. It was like the the clock I was telling you I purchased not too long back that one time. Um, you know, the guy was trying to sell it for five fifty. I go, well, that's what brand new price is. <laughs> I mean, he says, well, what would you give me for it? I said, hundred dollars. <laughs> I says, I'll give you four. Yeah. He's like, really four? And I'm like, I'm being fair. Yeah. I think four is way high, actually. Yeah. You know, and he's right. like, well, he says, I've got like three holsters and, and three extra mags and a box of ammo. I'm like, okay, then it, my four seems more reasonable to yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's like, really? I'm like, he goes, well, I think I'll wait a week. So a week later he comes back. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting anything. So I said, all right, I'll give you four. Yeah. So I gave him four and I turned around and sold it for 450 the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, actually, I think I bought it on a Friday. I shot it on a Saturday. I cleaned it up and sold it on Sunday. Right. And I kept the mags because I needed them. So <laughs> you got something out of it and some money I, too. Yep. I did. What's wrong with that? Oh, yeah. Sure. So I didn't want them. So. <laughs> well, my problem is, I anything I buy, even with the intent of selling it for more or whatever, I don't ever do it. It just keeps getting more and more and more. And uh. You know, going to the range with all those guns, I mean, it's like, do you really want to take all of them, shoot all of them? And I end up taking quite a few most of the time. And, I mean, well, you got to clean them all. That's, that's it. That's exactly. I, I love to take them and shoot them, but then I don't want to come home and, especially if I only shot a couple shots out of it, and I go, oh, yeah, clean that thing? Come on. I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind cleaning. Sometimes it's kind of fun. Well, back but, in the day, I enjoyed it more than I do now. Yeah, I, just, I was going to say I'm old now. <laughs> I don't have the time to do it. <laughs> and it, Well, not just that. It's just like if it's one gun in a semi-auto or a revolver where you just pop it open or whatever, or you, you know, you're just going to swab your 
your your long arms barrel down and wipe you you know your action out or whatever because you didn't shoot much on it. Okay, yeah, but I mean when going and shooting a bunch of everything, then having to break it all down. I mean, you could spend a whole day doing that, you know. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're gonna do it right, you're gonna really clean everything really, really well. It's yeah. Hell of that. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. But anyway, but I, I ended up getting a, and and I'm not a 380 fan, never have been, still not, but I ended up getting LCP finally. Oh, did you? I got one. Yeah. Um. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it, <laughs> and I carry it every day now. I mean, I you can't argue with the fact that. You know, it just hides. That thing hides. That's small, and yep, you can just put it away. Yeah, you can. Now, I mean, there's there's question, of course, about you know the potency of the 380 round, of course. And 380's been around a long time, and they, you know, penetration wise, if you've got ball ammo or the, um, uh, you know, the flat point. It'll penetrate then. Uh, then, of course, they're saying, well, you got to watch forever penetration at that point. And, uh, uh, but then, of course, they make all this ammo now that's uh, hollow points, but then consistently give you the penetration with uh, the expansion. And when it does expand, typically it's not a great expansion. Well, it makes sense. I mean, it's the laws of physics, you know. Yep. Um, so, you know, I just basically carry, uh, you know, uh, the flat nose in it, and uh, I know they've got these boutique-type rounds out now. Underwood uh, makes what they call Extreme Penetrator and the Defender and all this stuff where they've got this funky scallop stuff cut out. It's a flat nose where the scallop scalloped out, I guess. I think it's all – those are all um, copper, the whole bullet's copper too. But, you know, they're so expensive – yeah. Holy cow. And it's well, you know, we recommend you run 50 rounds through it or 100 rounds through it just to make sure that it works properly. Yeah, okay, so $60 worth of ammunition just to see if it works. It works right, yeah. And then if it doesn't work, you got $60 worth of ammunition stuck around, you know. But um you know, the nice thing about those things too, especially if if somebody's not used to carrying to and they're worried about carrying something, at least it's better to carry something like that. Than not carry at all, right? You know, so um, that's kind of why I went with the. I still got the nine, but you know, the baby Glock, the twenty six is is so small and easy to conceal that yeah it makes it makes it convenient to do and there's ammo I already had, so it makes it easy. Well, you know, and, and two in the summertime, it does make it a little tougher. Like for me at work, um, with with any of my firearms. Uh, you know, I, I, I did didn't mention that I do have a Smith, Smith and Wesson shield now. Uh, Paul makes uh, uh, the Plan B, which is the uh, uh, mag extension that goes on the bottom uh, that al- allows the magazines to drop free better. It's really a good it's really a good piece to go on there. But anyway, uh, got a, I, I specifically bought the firearm for that reason because he had that, so I could check it out, and it works great. And um, so I do carry that. Now they're nice because they're flat. You don't have as much as uh, much ammo in it, obviously, as you do with the double stacks. But uh, but still, those are still bigger than that, like the LCP is or the 380s. I mean the the, the mouse guns. And uh, I mean I can throw that thing in my pocket. And what I do for the spare magazine, you know, it only comes with one uh, six rounder. Uh, 
I bought a ProMag 10 mount round. They make us, you know, ProMag makes uh, 10, 15, and I think six rounders or whatever. And I've always heard ProMag kind of be, have spotty quality in the way of it working or whatever. Right. Um, but I, when I go back and, and, and researched that and looked at it, it was for other magazines. I didn't really see that on the LCP. I didn't. I've, since then, I've had like maybe one or two people tell me that they've had issues with the uh, uh, ones from ProMag. But uh, I know the uh, – I get the 10-rounder, and I, I didn't do it as much for the fact that it has 10 rounds in it as I did for the little bit longer length of it. It's a little easier for me to grab it in my um, weekend pocket. Mm. And I keep it in a Remora uh, you know, magazine carrier. Uh, you know, it's that rubber on the outside. Do you ever? I can't remember. Did you get? Uh, remember? I can't remember the guy's what the name of the guy's name was, but remember the snag mags? That uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had you gave me one, or one that they had. Yeah, they they sent me some. Yeah, those I, work good. Yeah, those. Yeah, I still have actually I have one sitting right here with my uh, for my Glock mag for my twenty six. Yeah, I mean it looks like a a knife. Yeah, that's what you it looks slide like. Slide yeah. that right on your pocket, and it's you just reach down, it it comes out easy. One I got was for the uh, XD uh, forty five, yeah. And um, but yeah, I carry that when I carry when I carry that XD. That's that's what I let my spare ride in because it looks just like a like you say like it's a a folder that goes in your pocket. Um, but uh, but that that three eighty that that Pro Mag that I've got for that it fits in that Remora. Uh, carrier it's real flat you know it goes in there but i mean it's perfect because the uh uh it's oriented correctly sitting in my pocket you don't even know it's so light and there's nothing to it it's it's in there you know that's the way the firearm is too and you know of course i've shot out of it and i've never had a hiccup with it whatsoever um so now i've got something easy to uh, uh pull out of my pocket and stick in my uh you know, LCP uh, as a back uh, as a spare mag, and uh, also it's uh, got ten rounds to it, so that's that's pretty good. It yep. extends the it extends below enough to where it's almost like a full size grip at that point. <laughs> so it's kind of cool, man. It's yeah, I got cool. an extension on the mags on my uh, uh, Glock twenty six just to give me some place for that pinky finger to go. Yeah. Well, that's like that Ruger LCP. It's not your pinky finger you're trying to get on. It's your ring finger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that thing is tiny, that grip. And, uh, yeah, I use it's got that that little lip that comes on, the little pointed lip. And it that does absolutely nothing in the way of printing. I mean, it's no big deal to have that on. But it does allow me to get that ring finger on there. And uh, it helps shooting. It actually feels pretty good with it. Now, it, it I'll, I don't know if you've ever shot the little small 380s like that. They're not fun, really, because they're lightweight. You don't have a substantial grip, and uh, unless you put like some type of, you know, grip, uh, you know, what do you call it, sleeve on it or whatever. Right. But uh, it, it definitely will let you know you shot it. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'd rather shoot a full fledged 44 Magnum revolver. In, yep. in in a short barrel. I mean, literally, it's it's got a, a strong amount of pop to it, and uh, but you got to get used to it, uh, the way to grip it, you know, from the front to the back. Now this LCP's got that Crimson Trace laser on it, so that's pretty nice. It's not that's bad, cool. you know. Doesn't really add much to the gun. I don't even notice it's in the pocket. So, but yeah, I keep that with me all the time. But I still carry my other guns, you know, as well. And if I can't carry 
those in where I'm going or for some reason or whatever, then I just have that other. I have the LCP in my pocket. So. Has any laws changed in, in North Carolina there? I'm trying to remember. We had uh, – well, you know, I can't remember since we talked last. I know that um, you know they came up and, and, and we had the situation where Alan Gura came through and helped us with the uh, – uh, situation where North Carolina has a uh, – when they call a state of emergency. There's a situation where in North Carolina, if it was a state of emergency, you could not carry your firearm off your property. Yeah, I think I remember Wes talking about that before, so yeah. they've changed that then. He changed – yeah, he got in there and helped us with that, and they changed that. Um, I know in uh, – maybe since we, we talked last in North Carolina, you can – if you have a concealed carry permit – uh, you can carry on to a school property now, but it it, it's, it it has to be like in a container, a shut container in your car. So like a glove box or console or whatever. Uh, you, you have no reason whatsoever to pull it out. I mean, once the thing comes out, you're immediately a felon. Um, but it's it, at least now, it, like for instance, if you have your gun on you all day long, you're going to pick your child up. You can put it in your glove box and not be breaking any laws, okay. you know, as you pick them up. So that that's happened. We we've had a lot, you know, we've had uh, McCrory as our governor. He's a Republican or he's a conservative, and we've had a conservative uh, general assembly as well. And uh, now it's kind of scary because uh, you know McCrory's going through that uh, battle with um, Roy Cooper, uh, so the race has still not been decided yet. Uh, however, it does look like Roy, Roy Cooper's going to get it. And it all was based, I think, on that HB 12 or 2 or whatever it was, the one with the bathroom situation. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and people are doing that. It's not, people don't realize that that's the case. Uh, it, it, they think, well, you know, transvestites or uh, transgender, excuse me. Good gosh, I need to go in and take that out. Didn't mean it in that manner. <laughs> But uh, transgender uh, people, uh, you know, using the bathroom of their identity, right? And, of course, they came up in North Carolina and had the law saying no. It's a sovereignty thing for the state. Uh, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with trying to put somebody down like that. But, you know, it's not going to go that way. Um, people are going to get upset regardless. It's because of the way the media plays it up. Yeah, it's been played up and. So it's really run him down. It's and so yeah, yeah, and and it's a situation now where it's pretty much done him in as governor, and I, I think anyway, because he's done well for us. He's done well for the teachers. He's done well for you know the Second Amendment and things like that. But uh, he he's been great for us in in the, in the uh, state of North Carolina. And so Roy Cooper is going to become a thing. I will say this um, as attorney, he was our attorney general uh, and has been for quite some time. I will say this, uh, give him a little props on this. Uh, back when we had reciprocity starting uh, in North Carolina, he was all over because it was the AG's job to to contact the other states uh, and try to uh, get reciprocity with them. And I have to admit that he didn't let grass grow under his feet. He went right to it. Went to, yeah. yeah. So hopefully he's going to stay like that, you know. Well, that's why I was kind of sad to see Mike Pence take and uh, and uh, run with Trump because at that point I didn't think he was going to win, and uh, I thought, well, we don't want to lose him as governor because because he went to go run for for vice president, he wasn't there to run for for governor, but it worked out. 
and yeah. uh, he was he's been really good for us. So um, he's going to be really good for the country. And that's really what I'm hoping for is after Trump's done, you know, we might see a uh, President Pence. Yeah, that'd be great. Keep it going, you know. <laughs> we need it badly because you know it's like people don't understand. It's like okay, so now I'm 51 years old, and um, you look at I voted for Reagan. That was the first guy I ever voted for. Uh, I remember the situation. Let's see, Jimmy Carter. When did he go out? What year was that? Do you remember? Uh. Seventy seventy nine. That's what I'm thinking. Seventy nine. Yeah, that's, I'm kind of thinking that too. Because yeah. I remember, <clears throat> I uh, voted for him. Let's see, I was when I turned eighteen. I voted. You know, the first time I voted, uh, and it was Reagan was was running, and so um, of course voted for him. Um, people that are not say 45 and older have never really been under a true conservative president like no. Reagan yep. and they don't know exactly how good it really is and um, I think if we can ever get to that point people may see it it might change things around a little bit um, you're still going to have to to fight for it it's never going to go away to fight for it but you know anyway uh Hopefully it's gonna gonna do good for us here. You know, Pence will be good. Keep him in there. Get some. Uh, uh, keep the House. Expand on that. Keep the Senate. Expand on that. I think and you know. The most important thing was the Supreme Court. And definitely yep. that. Supreme Court. Definitely and that. That's you just have to get those, especially after such a great loss of Scalia. Mm. Um, and of all times, my gosh. I mean, and just the way it happened, it wasn't. And it, anybody had even seen coming, you know, it was just the way it happened. And, and so I'd been listening to uh, a book um, that was basically a lot of his papers and a lot of uh, um, his writings, you know, how peripheral he, he did. I mean, when he was uh, actually, when he was in the minority and he was, you know, doing his paper, it was just amazing. The thing about it is the book is like 22 hours long. And some of the stuff is just, just great. I mean, and you just kind of realize what you lost. Yeah. But he was like friends with everybody. So, I mean, all the liberals on the court, and they all, you know, they loved him. And so can you find somebody, I guess it kind of leaves it up to Thomas now, uh-huh. um, you know, to speak up a little bit more since he hasn't over the years. Oh, that's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I finally heard his voice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's always been kind of uh, kind of quiet on the bench there, you know, yeah. and really quiet in public most of the time. But we've actually, you know, heard him a couple times here yep. now. Yeah, so. he actually asked a couple asked a couple of questions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of crazy, but anyway. Well, man, this gosh, we've been talking almost two hours. This is what we used to run, wasn't it? About two hours. Two hours. It was easy to do two yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, and it was easy to do it tonight too, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's been fun. You got anything um, you want to say before we wrap it up? <laughs> no, other than you know, this has been enjoyable. It's like oh, yeah. uh, it's like we've never stopped doing it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't really talked. Uh, well, we sure haven't talked in two hours in the no. last years. So, but uh, it, it's really enjoyable to do that. Uh, we just have that kind of connection. We can talk back and forth like oh that. yeah, 
Yeah, it's been fun. I've, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed it back when we used to do it, too. Um, we had a lot of fun, especially with the live. And it was fun tonight. We had quite a few people stop in and out, you know. Yeah, um, the chat room. Like getting people to come in and and listen, if they could remember how to log in and yeah. get, listen to it. Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> I know. We used to use Mexler when we did Barstool. And uh, like I said before, bar, that was a good quality. This is more uh, using it through talk shows like this. It's more AM, like you listening to AM radio. But but listening to um, listening to it on Mixler was like CD quality. I mean, it was even better than FM. And, and uh, we had didn't, Mixler though didn't have a chat room, so we had to have a separate chat room. Right, with right. So we did that with with a talk show or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's been fun. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to do it again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It was, Jump back in here, and we'll we'll call the well. I have to cleverly title the uh, the episodes. You know, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna call the first one Barstool. We may have to come up with something kind of funny, but uh, Whiskey Wednesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It was, and and I have to say, I'm sure you did quite well on Whiskey Wednesday. Yeah, I did. Ha- hashtag yeah. Whiskey Wednesday. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't I didn't hurt in that department either. So. <laughs> And John Hill was uh, very, very nice to me tonight and giving me this uh, bottle, so I'll have to thank him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's to John. Here's to John. Thanks, John. Yeah. Well, Mark, it's been great having you on and uh, good talking to you, and uh, we'll do it again. Yes, definitely. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, bud. Take care. Night, everybody. <laughs> That's funny. That was good. Yeah, like you said, it was just like it was never, it never was, stopped. We never stopped doing it. I know it. <laughs> we really didn't have anything planned, so I, I, that was always the stressful part before was I would, a couple hours beforehand, just kind of look for stories to talk about or so we had something to, but, you know, there's obviously so much stuff going on that, you know, it's easy to. Oh, yeah, right now especially. Um, let's see, one you pay attention to anything it's it's easy to do oh yeah very much so and and the good thing is now with with um uh the shows i normally do it's i mean you know trying to talk about all the new stuff that came out we heard for the week or however long it's been since the last show and of course a little bit of news and a little bit of this and that and then we talk about training and uh just whatever you know but for for the way we're doing it's fun because we're just chatting <laughs> like we used to do yeah. we're just talking about stuff you know um. Yeah, I. It would be fun, I you know, to to do live like that. I guess the chat room's fun. Uh, taking calls would be fun, but sometimes you get like people. Well, you remember. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, and then sometimes we would not get any calls. So yeah, I know. Take calls, you know. It's like, well, we don't have anybody that's going to call. So if you want to call, call in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But anyway. Yeah, I got this new faster computer and new mixer, and that all seemed to work out for it. Well, I told you, I got the gigabit speed now, you know. Oh, do you? Oh, God, yeah. So, you know, they can be downstairs listening to watching TV, streaming video on every computer in the house, and you wouldn't even notice the difference, man. It's, yeah, it's er- wide early, open. Earlier this year, I bought a uh, a new Dell. Well, actually, I was buying a um, – we didn't talk any tech, but I was I bought a new laptop from Dell. And I wanted their dock that had the Thunderbolt connection. So right. I use it as a desktop replacement. So I was going to get this nice new highest-end laptop they had, nice thin, 16 gigs of RAM. And, man, that 
it's their dock and their laptop, and that shit didn't work together at all very well. <laughs> after about a week of that, I'm like, even after they were trying to get it connected for me, it wouldn't work. Half the time you plug it in, it didn't recognize it. It went back. So then I ordered their top-of-the-line desktop. So I got 32 gigs of RAM. Ooh. It's got an SSD and a hard drive. It's got top-of-the-line video, the whole bit, which half the stuff I didn't need, but I just went all out on this whole thing. So yeah. I can run I can run um, a couple <clears> of <throat> environments. You know, I've, I've run at least three plus Windows 10 at the same time, and it's like I could switch from one environment to the other, and it's like they're – you don't even notice. Oh, There's that's awesome. Ham and everything. You could just, I can run Linux in a window and I can run a Windows 7 in a window and, you know, run another version of something or another. And it's just like, you don't even know the difference. It's time I need to buy some new stuff. I, I mean, I used to put the boxes together, but I, nowadays you can buy one that's cheap or cheaper. It doesn't even pay anymore. That's why yeah. I used to do it years ago. It doesn't even pay to do it anymore because, <clears throat> I mean, RAM is so, so ungodly cheap now. I yeah. Mean, buy like 16 gig for a laptop for $44 or something. I mean, it's just nuts and how inexpensive it is. I've upgraded some stuff at work for some of our guys and it's, you know, they're like, well, what do you think? I'm like, you know, I, we can update this thing cheaper than hell and it'd be a lot better than what it is now. That's what I've done with my laptop around here is put an SS, nice SSD into it and yeah. added some more RAM and it's, it's just fine. You know? Yeah, you know, I want to now my son uh, is is he loves racing all racing that there is everything every type Formula One Indy NASCAR uh, IMSA you know Pirelli World Challenge any of it he's just all over it loves racing and so uh, you know we've got the Xbox we've got the other stuff that for racing games and all but he, I, I was thinking about and he was he's noticing it uh, I racing. That's it's actually online. You use a PC. Okay. You got to have like for that. You got to have high speed stuff. I mean, the graphics card's got to be very high speed too. Uh, a lot of memory, and you know, of course, you got to have the steering wheel, the drive. They even make uh, sim chairs, and you know that you can sit in it and drive, and it tilts and turns and moves and rumbles and all that stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> But you know, you're you buy one of those. You're talking about probably twenty five thousand dollars just for that chair, you know, or whatever. But I thought about getting him into that. So you know, I'd have to buy a new, uh, complete new computer. And if it's going to be the one that that needs to be to really get that to work, I mean, that's going to be mine, and he's just going to be using it on mine. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I can't see him just having that. Of course, it'll end up being that way. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, but you know, of course, uh, I've I've got a steering wheel. I mean, I don't have one, but my nephew he was in into some of that at one point. I could try that. I ended up probably having to buy a new one for that too. Stick shifts, uh, pedals, and the whole shebang. Um, but you know, so you're talking about a few thousand dollars when you get it all together for that. But then I did. I thought, well, okay. Then you go online. You pay your your. It's like a yearly or monthly thing or whatever. Right to do iRacing. I thought you pay that and you get to go race people and all that stuff. Well, no, it's not quite that easy. You have to purchase tracks that you buy or that you can race at. And you can't race at other ones before you start racing and build, you know, build up on your, um, how good you are. And 
I come to find out that the NASCAR drivers are doing that stuff, or some of the pro drivers. Some of those guys actually got their start because of that, because of the iRacing. Oh, wow. And they had actually raced like, uh, I mean, it's like, I don't know if you know, but Denny Hamlin uh, got his start doing that because he raced, um, it was like uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Dale Earnhardt Jr., you know, of course, you're talking back and forth to each other. You can do that. Right. And uh, so Dale, you know, started talking with him, invited him to some races and all. And so that's how he got into it. And, um, uh, but I, you know, you can watch, you can see that online uh on on youtube some of these guys are recorded as they're doing it they have like spotters you know and so like you can talk to everybody before the race starts and then all of a sudden the race starts so all you can do is talk to your spotter at that point uh and he's watching like what would be up high where he could see other cars so you don't run into them and all that it's it's pretty it's pretty intense too i mean it's not it's not easy either and my son he wants to do that and i'm like oh my gosh can't imagine (laughs) So you buy like you have to buy cars and buy tracks and all that stuff, and it gets expensive. I'm not, you know, that's one of those things that keeps on gift that keeps on giving too. Yep. You got to yep. keep buying. So I don't know. Maybe if he was really going to be, because he's he go karts and stuff like that. But um, that's another thing. I was kind of thinking at one point, well, I'll get him into kart racing and all, but mm, yeah, last time I, just I don't talk- have the time. Last time I talked to you, I think you're, I think you, he was just getting his. Uh, uh, um, tube out or something like that you're saying yeah he's done with all that he's yeah, saying his matter of fact he's uh let's see i'm five uh five eleven and he's he comes up to about mid chest on me now oh really he's 10 wow. yeah he's 10 years old just 10 10 turned 10 in october wow he, he no longer has um you know the um uh, any of that stuff no um uh, trach or anything like that. You know, matter of fact, you wouldn't even know you ever had one. I mean, really? the way they, yeah, the way they fix that up, shoot, you can't even see it. So he's good to go now. It's all about girls and cars. <laughs> and good. he's he's smart as a whip. And when he wants to do well in school, man, he he just tears it up. But then other times he's just like wanting to get on and do something else, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. All that is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. He just. uh you know, I was talking with the teacher, and she goes, I know he knows this stuff. Because, you know, he does this and does that and does well and all this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, but then all of a sudden, same questions he gets right one time, he just, like, just doesn't do any of them or doesn't get them on right the next. I'm like, yeah, that's because he's on to the next thing, you know. Too much time. He already knows it. Why is he bothering with it again, you know. So that's that's kind of the way. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's getting to be a big boy now. And, uh Funny too. I'm gonna start trying to eventually get him into doing some shooting, more shooting with me and stuff as he gets bigger. I started doing some podcasts with him. Well, I guess I could, couldn't I? <laughs> That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be a good one. <laughs> but anyway, what you got coming up? Anything? Uh nothing really. Just I just work. Think, I was thinking about that. I, I think I uh, dropped enough bomb somewhere in there too, so you got to find that one. Oh, I, I flagged it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I hit it. After I said it, I'm like, oh, God. Because you, you did it, and I wasn't even thinking about it because, you know, it's a conversation. And then I thought, oh, yep. <laughs> I went back and caught it. I don't know. I don't normally do that in normal conversation. I don't know what – I can't remember what it was that I – It was the liquor talking. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Man, I was really good about that most of the time, too. <laughs> so we've had all kinds of crazy stuff at work because my plant manager changed. 
my boss has changed several times. They keep wanting to change my job. My boss's boss has changed. Then I was away on training a couple of weeks ago and found out that my my boss's new boss is actually a convicted felon. Nice. Um, he actually received 40 years for voluntary manslaughter and did six and got his degree basically in prison. And uh, he somehow got hired and went through everything and nobody caught that. <laughs> and it's like really against company policy, but they're too afraid for a lawsuit. <laughs> but oh everybody gosh. else is really up in arms because you got a, you know, a convicted you know, murderer. I mean, he was, he actually pulled the trigger. So, wow. I mean, it could have been murder. You know, they've just plea bargained it down. Yeah. And six years, you know, and he's, I'm like, wow. <laughs> How do you get just six years for plea bargaining uh, for murder? Oh, that's amazing. Well, that's it. I mean, for yeah. murder, the voluntary manslaughter, he got 40 years for mal- voluntary manslaughter. Yeah. And got out in six. You know, for killing because, a guy, for killing some. Well, killed his his sister's boyfriend. He mm. pulled the trigger. He was the crime trigger. of passion. You know, and it's like, oh, I, I think it was over drugs or something. Oh well, in that but case, worse. I oh, mean, it's amazing to me. That is amazing to me. Like you're trying to protect your sister or something. You know, it was you know over drugs. Man, terrible. So, oh well, it's been interesting. Yeah. So my, weird. my wife's waving at me going, hey, you got to go to work tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bubba. All righty. Nice talking to you. You too. Uh, tell her Tell her I said hey. I hadn't talked okay. to her in a while either. But yeah, tell her I said hey. And uh, She keeps track. She sees uh, your posts on Facebook and stuff too. So <laughs> How stupid I am. <laughs> All right, well, man. You take care. Real. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.